Injured in a car accident? We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyer up 904. Jacksonville. They are not ready for prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. That's the name. Prime time. Prime time. What time is it? Showtime prime time. It's XL Prime Time featuring Joe C. Son of a gun. Matt Hayes. His balls are different in person. Mia O'Brien. I don't know what they're doing. And Leon Searcy. Bringing you love, peace, and soul. Oh, we got a little soul today, maybe even a little liquid sunshine today as we are out and about XL Primetime on the road at a brand new car wash on the south side called Liquid Sunshine. We almost invented a drink off of the idea of coming out here and enjoying a beautiful sunny day and Liquid Sunshine right on Southside Boulevard. We're on the service road and we are between the you know the Touchton area and if you're heading north towards Beach Boulevard. So we'll give you the address, but the easy landmarks are this. Okay, it's right around the corner from the station. Okay, it's right around the corner from Hogan Road. If you're heading towards the station, you would just hit the service road. You'll see this brand-new liquid sunshine. It is right next to the new Southside Liquors. Okay, so that's Old Glen's Liquors, and we are right next to it, uh, and they are that's handing out. That's why it's out. called liquid sunshine. Yeah, exactly. Now it all makes sense to me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now they are handing out free car washes. Uh, Mia and Big Surs have oh, I thought you were going to say they're handing out free fists. No, no, no. Okay. That would be – that's just over there. That's right. over there at right. Southside Liquors. Liquor. Yeah. <laughs> you, you could get away with that. Uh, they would definitely – but they're already pouring in because they're giving free car washes. Now, here's what we would like you to do. They're going to give you a free car wash. You can soup it up if you bring an unwrapped toy. And we have got a Toys for Tots box where we are collecting toys. we got a bunch of toys on Wednesday at our XL Primetime a Christmas tournament benefiting Toys for Tots out at the Golf Club of Southampton. But we would love if you can bring an unwrapped toy, drop it in. They will give you that extra little liquid sunshine, uh, top-of-the-line car wash if you bring in an unwrapped toy. So we got all sorts of things to get into. We would love to see you. Is it 4105 Southside Boulevard? Is that 4132? 4132 Southside Boulevard. Uh, Greg will make sure that we've got that right just so we don't mess that up. But it's real easy right next to Southside Liquors. Well, the, the big 10, 10 the XL bus road. is right in front of the That place. might give it away, too. Yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah, that might give it away, too. Right. Uh, look, look for the – Good uh, product placement, Richie. Yeah, exactly. Look for the uh, 10, 10 XL bus. All right, last night, NFL action. Let's talk about Baker before we get into the Jags heading up to Nash Vegas to take on the hated Titans. Uh, we were all talking about it as we were getting ready for the show. Uh, Baker broke me last night uh, with my uh, with my gambling addiction. But other than that, it was a pretty good story uh, to see Baker go down the field. Uh, Taylor threw the number out. It hasn't happened in 45 years to go wow. that far, almost the length of the field, with that little time left and come up with a game winner. Oh, well, you know what? For me, it was a tell of two halves because I'm in the first half. I'm just rolling my eyes like, oh, typical Baker. Overthrows, <laughs> underthrows, misthrows, hey, sacks. No. He landed oh, at no, 7 a.m. Oh, on I'm Tuesday, saying, I'm, 48 hey, listen, hours prep. Listen, here's one thing about the NFL. When you put on those pads, you walk on that field, all the excuses are out. All right? So, when the first half, I was rolling my eyes. Here we go. But in the second half, I found myself rooting for Baker. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw some fight in Baker. And, you know, I'm listen, I'm, I'm going to always root for a, a kid 
that, that, that struggled in the NFL because I know the NFL is a machine. It turns them out and it eats them up. All right, it's a revolving door. It's a lot of players that come in the league, get bounced out the league, and don't survive the NFL. And Baker Mayfield, in my opinion, was on his way out. I think he was on the way out. I think Panthers was probably his last team. Rams took a chance with him. And to see him to go out there and excel in that second half and score the game-winning touchdown, it was refreshing. I found myself rooting for Baker. It's like, okay, all right, you got a little fight in you, all right. I, I, I He's always had that. that fight, man. He's always had that chip on his shoulder. When he was a walk-on at Texas I, Tech with no gamer scholarship, yeah, when he had to go walk-on at Oklahoma. I agree with you. But I, what I'm saying is I, I think the Carolina Panthers is the wasteland where quarterbacks go and die. I just thought he was there to go and die and be gone. Mm-hmm. But it was good to see him ask for his papers, go to the Rams, get an opportunity, and go out there and excel. The and there were so many reports that it wasn't even the Rams who he thought the match would be when he yeah. was claimed off waivers. Yeah. Everyone assumed it was the 49ers, and I think the Rams were kind of an oddball pick. But when you think about their quarterback situation oh. long term, and I understand we're prisoners of the moment, but, like, Matthew Stafford, two concussions this year alone. Very serious. In addition to many other injuries that he has suffered throughout the course of his career. Our boy John Wolford, Bishop Kenny grad, started the game last night. I think that kind of got buried by Baker's well, performance. Yeah, what I was going to say, the hell of thing is he got out there for one series and then they benched him. Well, part of it, too, is he's been dealing with injuries. Exactly. And then even the third stringer that they had playing quarterback, also yeah, Perkins, injuries. Yeah. So my question is, even if Matt Stafford comes back fully healthy next year, do you roll the dice and you just say, hey, I'm going to keep Baker as a backup and then we keep Johnny Wolford maybe around well, as well? Well, he's auditioning. These last, what, he's got four games left? Five. five games left. I yeah. mean, these last five games, he's auditioning. I don't know. They paid Matthew Stafford a, a boatload of money. I don't know if you make that change. That might be an upper management deal uh, change more than a coaching decision. Uh, but it was just good to see him go out there because, listen, I, I know the NFL. I know when you're young in the NFL, and a lot of players that get bounced in the NFL early is because they're, they're lacking preparation, they're lacking professionalism, and they're lacking performance. All right? So – Whatever reason, the number one pick overall struggled, struggled mm-hmm. in, in, with the Browns, and they moved from him with Deshaun Watson, and then he goes to Carolina where quarterbacks go and die, and, uh, and then now he's with the Rams <laughs> and he has an opportunity. So he's a young kid, and I'm always going to root for a young kid to stay in the NFL because, listen, he's probably been dreaming about this day, playing in the NFL since he's probably in his backyard of four or five years old. I mean, to be fair, his first – his first three seasons in the NFL, 27 touchdown passes, 22 touchdown passes, 26 touchdown passes. His third year in 2020, he had 26 and 8. That was his ratio. Mm-hmm. Touchdowns and interceptions. Now, the following year, when they had everything set up for him, yep. when they got the receivers in, they got the running backs, it looked like they had everything set up for him from a historically dysfunctional franchise. Is it safe to say that? Yes. Oh, absolutely. All right. Then he has 17-13 ratio, and that's it. They're, going, they're, out, they're done with him. And then, you, of course, you go, you go to Carolina where it's the wasteland of, you know, terrible quarterbacks, of misfit land, toys. Land of misfit Spe- dogs. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of uh, in our Christmas time, yes, the land yes. of misfit toys. Yeah, and, so, and, I, I, I'm not giving up on this guy, man. He's got 99 career touchdown passes and not even six seasons. I, I just look at him and well, he is, he's a middling guy. That's what he is. Well, well, here's the thing, Matt. I mean, sometimes in the NFL goes be even beyond the stats. And, the, and the, the, the coaching staffs, I mean, they watch how guys prepare. And I'm not saying, Matt, but, but your professionalism, how you prepare, sure. your readiness, sure. that's even that weighs even more sometimes than your actual performance on the field. So, I mean, for the Cleveland Browns to just, you know, kind of toss them out the window and bring in Deshaun Watson, lets me know that there's something outside of just on the field football that the, that the Browns didn't like. But you saw that drive, man. 
That, I, don't know how, I don't know how anybody but, watches but, but, that drive and, th and think he can play in the NFL. But, but, yeah. no but, idea but, 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 let's also address the elephant in the room. Was this Baker leading the Rams downfield, or was this the Raiders collapsing? Oh, Derek Carr's Losing terrible. a, for, mind you, seven games they have had a halftime lead. They have lost five of those games now. No, yeah. I, get the, yeah. I get that the Raiders, the Raiders defense didn't play well on that last drive, but he's also got to make those throws. Yeah, it's well, not like it's not like he's just out there and okay, just throw it anywhere, Bake. Did yeah. anybody else yeah. wake up to a text from Coach Campo, or is that oh, just, yeah. that just oh, me? Because yeah. I, yeah. I want to read Coach Campo's uh, his insight that I woke up to at seven thirty this morning. Unbelievable! You've heard me say before, you never use press coverage in the high red zone, <laughs> especially with fifteen seconds needing a touchdown to win. Too easy to go over the top. Press on the twenty-three cost the uh -huh. Raiders a, a win and probably a playoff opportunity. There are some dumb coaches in this league. Well, and then he the went way, on to say, well, yeah. then he went on to say, guess who the DB coaches yeah, for Chris the Las Ash. Vegas Raiders? Yeah, Chris Ash, formerly of the well, Jaguars and Rutgers. Yeah. Well, 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 first of all, let me get this. I'm going to get Coach Campo my number because me not getting texts, I'm a little jealous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't get it? I, I, I didn't get the you text. Get no, I don't think Coach Campo has my number. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure I share that with him because I want my texts. Yeah, too. yeah. You, you want a little interaction with the, the, uh, the yes. defensive side of the U. Yes. But, but Chris Ash was here for a minute. That uh, was family. Under, not giving you a text. And then too, he goes man. out there and, and they blow up. But the, back to Derek Carr's part in all this, okay? He throws – he lets go of the football. It's picked off in the end zone. Yeah, he got hit, but he's got to protect the football better. And, and, and he and Devontae Adams, it looked like they were two or three times where they could have made some spectacular plays. Devontae still got off on Jalen Ramsey a couple of times, but mm -hmm. they need to make more plays. They were just turning the corner again where they felt like they might be back into that playoff conversation. Blowing this game, you can't go into L.A. and lose these football games, okay? The Rams aren't the Rams, okay? And they've got to make sure that, that I don't know what's happening, but Josh McDaniels cannot be right now in a very good spot job security-wise. First year after – the last fail as a head coach, he's back as a head coach. It's his responsibility now, and this football team just looks clunky at times. It really does. Well, that's the question, though. Do heads do, – does some sort – does one head – at the very least, have to roll after this latest collapse by the Las Vegas Raiders. Well, you can look at the defensive side. Okay, that's probably going to be number one. But just the simple fact that they have had that large of a lead at the half and they have lost five opportunities to close out those ball games. Okay, 0-5, Leon. Yeah, well, listen, both of those teams look awfully familiar. Awfully familiar, like, like us. Like this club? Like a mirror, mirror image. <laughs> I couldn't help myself like saying, I couldn't help myself watching the game like, wow, is that how we really look on field? Because it was bad. It was really bad ball in the first half. But that, that collapsed by the Raiders in the second half. Amazon oh, keeps saying, crazy. we paid this much yes. for that? I mean, none of that. Alan Michaels getting annoyed. Yeah. He's, he's getting annoyed week after he's week. He's got crappy well, games. Listen, he's not happy. Listen, we're gonna have to start. We're gonna have to start judging uh, Amazon by Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. Uh, because some of these games that they've had on Thursday night oh. have just been terrible. Dreadful. But last night was okay. Yeah. I, uh, last night was okay. It ended, it ended, yeah, it ended epic. great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But it was uh, it was a, a, a quiet sixteen to three for a long time. A couple of field goals. And by the way, you know me, I get mixed up in the teaser game, and and I took six points off of the favorite. I only JJ, you can appreciate this. I only needed I only needed a half point win for the Las Vegas Raiders. In other words, they were catching a half point in this game. It was basically a pick and plus a half, and then needed to be under 48. Under 48 was easy 
easy. Well, I was because the, they neither team could score. Well, I was and at the watering hole, and, and God gave up eight points. Raiders on Rams. So he, yeah. Oh yeah, it was a lot of ca- it was a lot of cash going uh, from hand to hand the other way, the other way. But this does play to the theory that uh, you know there's some bad ball out there in the National Football oh. League right now, uh, unfortunately. All right, so let's use that as a beautiful segue to the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Tennessee Titans. Now we had a conversation yesterday uh, with Blaine Bishop. Former Tennessee Titan, now on radio up there, uh, Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. And Blaine basically said a couple of things absolutely jumped out. Last year's number one seed Tennessee Titans would absolutely smoke this year's Tennessee Titans. They have lost something. The, the main reason John Robinson may, may have been out the door earlier this week was because of what happened with A.J. Brown. That definitely was the final straw in a lot of ways. And then he also mentioned that Mike Vrabel is very frustrated that they don't have the personnel that they need. So is this a Tennessee Titan team at home as a three-and-a-half-point pick, the first one that the Jags can knock off in about a decade time, about a decade's time up there in Nashville? What say you? Come on, man. It's, we hit this point again. Here we are. It's, you Here, are late we're in something. Here we are late in the week. They can win this game. Yeah. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm asking trying the to question. Remember, can did, we, did we do this Ravens week? Did we yeah. say they could win Ravens week? Did we say they could uh, win Chargers uh, week? I felt I, I, good I about just, them against the Ravens, honestly. Look, I, I, the, thing, I the, the thing that has me really concerned is the fact that, you know, I keep hearing, well, well you know, this defense can stop the run. Can it? Can it? Well, it's done I it mean, at times, I and mean, at other times it hasn't. I mean, right. this, it's right. just what Leon just said did last it, night. Did but, it stop the run last week against the Lions? Yeah. Well, no, they didn't stop anything last week. Did the Lions well, have, like, elite receivers yeah. that you're scared of? Well, they, they look like a quarterback. Pretty, a pretty good, but they made them look pretty damn good. <laughs> right. That's for sure. So I guess the, by the way, okay. the, Lions, the Lions are a favorite against a 10-2 and two team this weekend. So the think, hope, think about that. Okay, so the hope is, I guess. That, that means that's pretty good product that they're playing right now. It does. This is December dreaming right now. No, no, I'm just I'm not even All I'm saying is this this team stunk last week. I have no problem saying that. Was it an anomaly? Yeah. Or is it a trend? Yeah. That's the question. I guess what I'm trying to point out is I was a little surprised that the Lions are hosting a ten win Minnesota team inside the division and they are installed. But that's truly as fake a ten win team as there is. Well, yeah, in a lot of ways, but, so but that's what Vegas is telling you, too, right. for sure. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. talking about the Raiders. We're talking about the Jags, teams that have been in close games. They've given up leads late. Mm-hmm. That's the anti-Vikings. You mm-hmm. do have to give them that. I agree. It's yeah, a fake 10-win t- team. They win close games. They win close games because mm-hmm. somebody did a simulation I saw on Twitter the other day. If every one-score game had gone the opposite way in the National Football League this season – the Minnesota Vikings would be one and eleven. So they'd be the worst of the bunch. And the Jags would be yeah. eight and four. Yeah. So for what yeah. it's worth, for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the Jags have been on the wrong side of those one-score games, and mm-hmm. and they've lost those fourth-quarter leads. And, and and look, this was the the worst game they played all year was this past Sunday, and they've been exposed in in a few key areas. Uh, Etn as dynamic as he can be, he coughed up the football early. Uh, defense really deplorable front middle and back there's no getting away from that mm-hmm. trevor huge concern he's gonna pra- or the word was from doug peterson yeah, he's no, practicing. The word officially this morning yeah. yep he yeah, won't he's, practice he's today. practicing today mm-hmm. and he's at the very least trending to where he's going to be able to start this football game but does anyone have any confidence that they can go up to nashville and beat that team that's beaten them to, to death of late the answer is no I would, with no, there's no reason after last week to believe anything yeah. that the Jaguars do. Absolutely not. I mean, I want to hope and pray that that was an anomaly. Right. I want because for the, throughout the whole season, 
one-score losses, been in games in the fourth quarter. That's what we asked for. Before the season started, we said, listen, give, give me hope in the fourth quarter. And for yes. the most part, they have. All right, so a lot of the winning in Tennessee has got to be, in my opinion, three-part. It's got to be, first, Trevor's got to be healthy. Mm-hmm. He's got to be healthy. And if he's not healthy, then, then you've got to do everything you can protection-wise to make right. sure that he's not rattled, he's not hit, doesn't take any parts. Second of all, this team is not good enough. So we got, we got to have a lot of overachievers on this team because status quo is not getting it done. And We're have not they proven good enough. that there are a lot of overachievers on this team? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it, does it? Only one you got is Dewey. Dewey's your overachiever. Everybody else is kind of status quo. They are what they are. We got a bunch of guys on our team, but they've got to play above their heads to be in games. So that's, what, that's secondly. And thirdly, you got to be tough. Okay, I know that I know that Blaine Bishop said that the, the Tennessee Titans are down now and they're not as good as they were last year. But over the last decade, it has proven that anytime you go up there, they give us a spanking mm-hmm. every time. So until the Jaguars grow up and play like men, they're gonna get spanked like children. Not that I'm condoning getting spanked by children. Right, uh, right. <laughs> Before we go any further, right. So I, I will say this: I I agree with your with the idea of you got to have more guys playing over their head. I just want the guys that should play well to play well. Mm-hmm. To play mistake-free The guy, the guy like, like Josh Allen, you're being paid to go get the quarterback. Don't have an eight-game stretch where you don't get a sack. All right? Eight games. How about Javon Walker? You're the number one overall pick in the draft. Play like it. Play like it, yes. How about that? How about, how about that? Is it that? Can it be that simple? Yeah. How, about, how about Cam Robinson? You're making $18 million a year to protect the most valuable commodity of this franchise. You can't give up two sacks. You, you can. just can't. I just want mistake-free football. Like Zay Jones getting paid $10 million, $9 million a year. Right. Don't drop the ball. Right. If you and can't don't, go, don't go. Don't go from 145 yards to 145 right. drops. Don't play me like that, buddy. We're friends. We're yeah. friends. Uh, yeah. Travis Etienne, you know, I know you're going 100 miles you mean an the hour. Fumbler, the fumbler? Right. Oh, no, no, and that's the problem. One, yeah. career, fumble the at, one yeah. career fumble at Clemson. And how yeah. many has he had this year in his first actual season at in the least National four. Football League? And he's, and he's lost three yeah. of them. Yeah. And he's lost three of them. So that's what I think it is, too, is it's not just a matter of guys playing over their head. It's also a matter of guys just playing mistake-free football. The reason they won that Ravens game, how many mistakes actually occurred on the part of the Jaguars? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't None. turn the ball and over. And they took advantage didn't... of the Ravens' yeah. mistakes. Yeah, exactly. And they kept limiting them to field goals, whereas this past week they didn't limit anybody to anything. Okay? They got worked. And so you look back, and again, this is always going to be the discussion, uh, matchups, matchups, matchups. And at the very least, they have had more success against a run-based team. And Derrick Henry, uh, it, it doesn't happen very often where you look at Derrick Henry, Henry and you see chinks in the armor. But we might be seeing it a little bit right now because the last couple of weeks he has not been the same cat. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. As a matter of fact, let me give you all this, and this just it just blows my mind uh, when it comes to what Derrick Henry has been able to do uh, to these Jacksonville Jaguars over the years. All right, first off, the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry ranked third in the National Football League. He has 1,078 rushing yards this season, and they face the Jaguars at home on Sunday. So what has Henry done against, against your Jacksonville Jaguars? He has four career games with 130 rushing yards and at least two rushing touchdowns against the Jags. 130-plus rushing yards, two or more scoring on the ground, rushing TDs against the Jags. That's tied for the second most against a single opponent since 19. 
50. Wow. That's domination. So when he sees Teal, he doesn't fear it. Mm. And that's what's going to happen. Is he, can they finally defensively step up and stop the King? I don't know. I really don't know the answer. You guys can hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosure, 641-1010, and tell us whether you I know believe the or not. I, I mean, I think we kind of know the answer. It's pretty but just easy. Tell us where you think. When is the diesel going to run out of fuel? When is it going well, to stop? Well, the thing stop? is, too, it's not just that. It's, it's also so flipping hard to win on the road in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And now you got to go two weeks in a row. Yeah. And now you got to beat a team that you never beat. Yeah. That's, they have so much stacked against them right now. Yeah. And, uh, and by the way. And, you know, oh, by the way, you just gave up almost a 50-burger the last time you went on the road. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the, the thing is is that right now he is on his way. Okay, so he has had four with 130-plus rushing yards, two-plus rushing touchdowns. It's the most since 1950. Might as well just go ahead and make this a funky fact, J.J. Why not? Let's just go ahead and put it right in the rotor right now. Time now for a funky fact. Get funky with Funky Buddha. Funky Buddha, delicious IPA offerings, the Hop Gun, the Chant, the Floridian is a Hefeweizen. That's a delicious German wheat beer. They got all sorts of other ones cooking down uh, creatively uh, in their brewery in Oakland, Florida, down in SoFlo. So make sure you look for Funky Buddha in the cooler section of your local grocer. So if he is to get to five games against one opponent with 130-plus rushing yards and at least two rushing touchdowns, who does he match historically? In so the National First Football time League. since 1950, you yeah. said, right? Yeah. Say the question one more time, please. Okay, so 130-plus rushing yards and two-plus rushing touchdowns against the same opponent. If he can do it five – he's already done it four times. If he can do it five times, who will he match uh, in the National Football League? Well, what was the earlier stat you yeah. said about 1950? Yeah, so basically four career games tied for the second most against a single opponent since 1950. I'm going to go Emmett Smith against the Cardinals. No, but that's a pretty good one. I do like that. Mm. So you're already rolling that out immediately. Yes, I am. Jim Jim Brown against the Packers? Eric Dickerson against, um, damn. The Bears? I don't know. I'm saying Eric Dickerson. I'm just trying to think. I'm going Barry Sanders against the Vikings. That's a good one. All right, hang on. Everybody slow down real quick. We had half of something that worked, and we had half of something that worked over here. So I'll just go ahead and pay it off right now. It is Jim Brown, okay. and it's against the Cardinals. Hey. Okay. Oh. Okay. okay, So the Cardinals way back when, and, of course, he was the guy who did it five times. Chicago Cardinals times. then? Or? Five times. Yeah, they probably wow. were the Chicago Car- Cardinals back then. But uh, that's what Derrick Henry has done. And look, we've all seen the treatment that he's uh, – uh, the defenders of, of Duval, I mean, they've been ragdolled and, and, and just whooped uh, and, and just, you know, mollywhopped. Uh, and he has done it to many other teams, but not quite as often as he's doing it to the Jacksonville Jaguar bunch. So can they finally get the Stiff diesel arm, to run out face of fuel? bomb, hip flip. Yeah. The 99-yard. <laughs> Escorting into the end zone. Yeah. All that kind of stuff, Jacksonville. Are all those – how many of those guys are even still in the league? Who? All the guys he did that yeah, to. Leon Jacobs was, Leon the, Jacobs was the guy who got, he got hip tossed twice. Hip tossed in, twice. In one play. Is he still in the league? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's yeah. a good question. He ruined his career, probably. Yeah, not, not sure. But that's where we are. All right, so you all let us know what you're thinking about this game. I, I've talked to a number of Jaguar fans. This is one of the great roadies. 
they will go up to Nash Vegas, and they are up there fired up, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brother Seeley and many others uh, are making their way up there today so they can make sure they get that Broadway run in and they get to uh, Hee Haw, the mm-hmm. distillery, get to Old Red, get to all those places and have a big time. All right, you can come by and say hello to us, which a lot of all our, our nooners already have. They've come and gotten a free car wash. Liquid Sunshine right here on the service road, Southside Boulevard, very close to where, if you were turning to the station, uh, it's at the corner of Southside and Hogan Road. So we're right next to Old Glen's Liquors, which is Southside Liquors now. Golden Corral's right down the road there. You will see Liquid Sunshine. You'll see the 1010XL bus. A free car wash today. And if you can come bring an unwrapped toy for Toys for Tots, they'll soup it up to their top-level car wash. It's locally owned, family-owned, so drop on by. And veteran-owned. So drop on by Liquid Sunshine. We would love to see you uh, during XL Primetime. It's a big hair, heavy metal Friday on XL Primetime. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, where metal raises the roof on quality. Picture perfect day in Southside in Jacksonville. The cars are lining up. Yeah, I hear you guys honking. You're having a good old time here at Liquid Sunshine Car Wash. Grand opening, $10 special for anyone who wants to stop by and get a car wash. But That's you, their best car wash. That's their best car wash, and so that special's going on. But if you bring an unwrapped Christmas gift or toy I should say for a child in need for our Toys for Tots drive. I want to make sure I actually tweeted that correctly. Mm -hmm. Unwrapped toy. Yes, I did tweet that correctly on our 1010XL account. Um, If you bring an unwrapped toy for the Toys for Tots drive, you get a free car wash. So what they're doing is, and they basically said, you know, they love 1010XL and they want to, you know, partner up with us. They'll give them a free car wash no matter what, right? If you bring the toy, it gets souped up to that best car wash or that $10 deal for the best car wash. So, they, I mean, they're just going to try and hook as many people up as they possibly can. You know what also, uh, who also has a great deal, mm-hmm. Josie? Mm-hmm. Uh, our good friends at First Coast Metal Roofing. So, so they wow. have got our big hair, Heavy Metal Friday crank. And, J.J., just give them a little bit of sample of it because we just came back with some. And whenever we get cranking on a Friday, we always want to make you feel a little bit better about the week. And this is all, you know, the holiday time. And we know there are plenty of you nooners that are out there working your tails off. And, it's a Friday afternoon, so throw some requests, uh, JJ, the DJ's way, with some heavy metal, some big hair, and we say thanks to First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, and they can hook up roofing contractors. I've talked to a few roofing contractors, have hooked them up with First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. Why? Because they're offering 10% off your first metal roofing job, you contractors. That's the bottom line profit that you're talking about. And then 10% more off your next roofing job. So make sure you find out about the experts. Over 500 reviews. They've been in business since 1998, working with contractors, working with homeowners, and making sure that they show you the quality of metal. A metal roof. Check it out. The number one First Coast MRS for metal roofing supply. FirstCoastMRS.com. Or reach out to me, and I'll get you in touch with them. Elsewhere, again, the beauty, the beauty of Liquid Sunshine Car Wash. I'm making sure that our uh, our good folks on Facebook, Twitter, all of our 1010XL accounts, you know where to find us. The exact number on Southside Boulevard, Josie, you have it off the top it's of your head. It's at 4132, I'm pretty sure, but it's right here next to Southside Liquors, which is the old Glens Liquors. And if there ever was a landmark that 1010XL and Nooners know about, 
It's Glenn's Liquors. Okay, they went through the rehab. <laughs> they went through a blue. A blue is the only one really, really upset. Rick Blue, who loved Glenn's Liquors forever, uh, is the only one that might be just a little upset about the refurbishing of the building. They still got a drive-through, man. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. They do. Where, yeah, they where do. else and, can you get that? And JJ, you uh, you'll go in, won't you, when you go to Southside? Yes, but they do. Yeah, they have a drive-through. Yeah, they got a drive-through. You can go in. So that is. They the also don't sponsor of, us, so I we should right. probably. Yeah, we don't mention that. So anyway, the, but they're the they're the <laughs> that landmark that you're talking about. So Liquid Sunshine, you'll see the 1010 XL bus right in front of us. It's the service road, as if you were going to Hogan Road off of Southside Boulevard. Real easy to find us. Now I got to tell y'all something, because it is traffic related. Uh oh. Is this, is this I, from the one off the text line that I was about to read? No, I already oh, told no. I already told Big, and I just showed something to Matt Hayes a minute ago. Um, while you were taking pictures and bringing toys over here, I almost T-boned the guy on the way to work this morning. And mm. I swear, I almost wanted to have the accident just so I could fight him, okay? Because he pulled right in front of me. Right damn in front listening. of me. Okay? And I don't know whether he did it on purpose, but I was not going over the speed limit. I was just getting up to the speed limit. And he decides to pull right in front of me. And just to tell you how slow he was going across, you know, a major highway, I slammed on brakes. I still have stuff left over from our fundraiser. My oatmeal, blueberries, and yogurts go flying everywhere. My smoothie... Take Uh-oh. a look at this. That it, smoothie has been inside. Oh, no, I, mean, I can't look even that. look. I look can't even that. look. I can't even it is look. Just, it's exploded inside the Sunny's cooler. I mean, it's just a hot. I was so mad. But to tell you how slow he was going, I slammed on brakes. Everything comes flying forward in my car. I go to the right. He doesn't even cross over. I go to the right and avoid him and then through the uh, – whatever. Median. The, well, it was really the side, you know, where you go down into the, the grass shoulder, and the come shoulder. back up. Like, you son of, oh, my gosh. I was so, my heart rate was 150. There's no doubt in my yeah. mind that he was going so, but let's be fair. You might have been going a little faster. But trust me on this. Because I, I, we all know you. And when I say this, I mean this. I was just barely getting up to speed because <laughs> See, I had only been that. on that, that road for no more than three seconds, okay? So I was just barely getting up to speed. Trust me on that. Well, anybody who drives uh, Savages. No, I'm not going to point at Joe C here, but anybody who may drive a little fast, and sometimes I'm in that category, our guy Nate on the text line designed my lifetime enclosures, which you can get in on the conversation at 641-1010, wants to alert any of our nooners coming here to Liquid Sunshine Car yeah, Wash. Yeah. There is a speed trap on Saturday outside at Beach Boulevard, so oh. make sure you are watching, but also make sure you stop on by. Yeah, because the, the FIPS, uh, as I like to call them, not chips, but the FIPS, uh, they will get uh, aggressive over there on that little, uh, just over the overpass heading north towards Regency on Southside right. Boulevard, right, right mm-hmm. over Beach. Oh, man, they are, they're, they're not, they're not nice. I love, I love the JSO. I love the JSO, but those guys right there, they got a little, they're out to get you just a little bit right there at that stretch. I'm not saying you speed. I all I'm speak. saying is, <laughs> all I'm saying is, it's a little bit of a white knuckle ride if you're in a car with Jay. Yeah, That's all I, I'm saying. I will admit that I do press the gas, but you know the thing is, is I'm doing like I drive like over 500 miles a week. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. I'm all over the map, and so I now I believe I am eating, and I just recently got my car clean. So at the very least, the you know the the little thing on the bottom, the floor mat on the <laughs> bottom was at least recently vacuumed. I believe I am eating hair carpet along with yogurt, 
blueberries. And of course oatmeal. you are. Course. You got I, our pizza ordered, right, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, your shoes have been. Wa- There's mean, no telling what kind of DNA is in that yogurt I, right now. I was so fired up, though. Oh, oh my God. gosh! All right. The only thing that could make this better would be. I don't know, maybe uh, maybe a Jags win. Maybe you've earned it. Maybe you've been through the ringer, Josie. Maybe you need the Jags win on Sunday so you can brag to the son-in-law yep. and you can avenge what was a hairy, scary, big hair Friday <laughs> on Friday. Exactly. That is a big hair Friday uh, smoothie that I'm working on right now. But, yeah, you speak of the son-in-law, and he's all fired up because, the, you know, the Titans, uh, you know, he feels like they've, they've been able to get over on the Jags. And, and young Hyla, my beautiful baby, she will be wearing her Jaguars gear up in Nash, this weekend, she'll be supporting the hometown team. Uh, God bless her because there's just not enough of them up there. But is this the one? Is this the time that we can break the streak? Uh, because I'll just give you this number. 64 games, 64 games have had a team come back to win or tie after trailing in the first fourth quarter this season. Can Jacksonville be the 65th? I'm not even suggesting that they might be trailing in the fourth quarter, but can they have that comeback cathartic type of win? Uh, you all can hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures and let us know if you are still believers because I want to be a December dreamer, but I don't know if I'm still a believer. Well, I'll give you this. Trevor Lawrence is indeed out on the practice field at That's TIA good. Bank Field right now. So there, there's some December dreamer vibes. Yeah. But to be quite frank, Josie, I think – most Jaguar fans would say this, and I am sure Doug Peterson and his staff and players would say this, and Leon, you could speak to it. If they're going to go up to Nashville and win, they need to get off to a hot start. This team has not gotten off to a hot start the last few weeks, which, which is surprising because the first six, seven games of the oh, yeah. season, that scripted opening series, Leon, mm-hmm. that's where they were most on point, it seemed. Even if Trevor Lawrence had a slow start, the rest of the offense was really functioning at its best in those early drives, and that has not been the case since they went to Kansas City. Yeah, you know what? They've been reeling. I mean, early on in the season, especially when they went up to San Diego, quick start, fast start, good tempo, good rhythm, good passes, good run, nice mixture of both of them, get up to an early lead. It's been when the last time we've been on the road and had the lead. I mean, come on now. A seven, th- I'm not talking about three, I'm talking about seven. Yeah. Hey, listen, that, that, that carries weight. You go into somebody's house and you go up seven, ten points, you know what that does? That that enthrall, that gets your defense excited. Your defense is excited about stopping you, getting you out on th- third, uh, um, you know, getting you out on third down so you can get the ball back. Jacksonville just have to do something different than what they're doing because what they're doing is just not good enough, especially when you go on the road. Last, last week, we want to forget about last week, but if you watch that game <clears> – <throat> There was no tempo. There was no rhythm. They were lethargic. They seemed uninterested, uninspired. Right. With everything on the line, with everything possibly on the line, they came out flat. I don't understand that. I don't know. What, what, from what happened to the locker room to where you got on the field, I, somewhere in between that, because I know in the locker room guys get excited, guys get enthralled, guys get, get going wanting to play the game, but something happened in between that locker room and actually them getting on the field to where they just slept walk. They were sleepwalking through the whole game. So they can't, do, they can't do what they did last year. And hopefully that was the point of emphasis this week. I hope so. That they start fast. They yeah. start fast. And now I'm looking at the Tennessee Titans' schedule. They're a bunch of front runners. They only beat up on bad teams. Yeah. When they got to play teams that like Cincinnati, the Buffaloes of the world, they whoop them. All right, let's now we're a bad team, so we're right in line. Yeah. We're getting whooped on yeah. Sunday. So. Yeah, they, they will be on the W side. Yes. If, if, all right, so let me make this a 10 10 take, Leon, because this is going to speak right to what you're saying, okay? Now, Josie's 10 10 take. Slow smoked and served up by Sonny's Barbecue, local pitmasters since 68. 
So here's the stat. At Sonny's, you want to talk about stats? They've been around for decades delivering the taste, the smoke, everything you want. If you're thinking about tailgate and you're thinking about holiday plans, whatever it might be, just make sure you put Sonny's uh, in your radar all over the First Coast with some delicious barbecue. But when we're talking about whether or not they can, you know, handle what they have to handle in front of them, here's the number, Leon. The Tennessee Titans are 0-5 against playoff teams. And the victories that they have mm-hmm. are against the lowlies, like you're describing. Yep. So every playoff team that you just mentioned, winless against them. It's the other ones that they've beaten up on. Can Jacksonville finally separate themselves and say, you ain't going to beat up on us anymore? Here's the negative part for the Jacks- Jaguars part of this. Jaguars have given up 28 points or more and have been given up more than 400 yards or more the last three games. Think about that. That is also a huge negative. And so this football team, I should say 27 points or more the last three ballgames. So this team needs to get it right. I don't know whether they will. So on the 10-10 take part of this, Mm -hmm. I looked at you earlier this week and I said, it is basically a fist fight every single time you go out there. Are they tough enough to recognize they need to go out there and prepare for a fist fight? Um, Are they tough enough? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it for the last couple of weeks. It's on them, bro. It's it's on them. Especially when you got your nemesis who's beat up on you the last decade. I mean, if you can't even be inspired to play some some uh, fist fight football against the Titans, then who who do you want to play football against? You know what this is? This is Ralphie versus Scott Farkas, okay? What was forever known as the as the Farkas affair. This is what this is. They have got to hit him that uh uh, braces and all, they got to hit him right in the mouth and knock him down. And just and, and Ralphie just started letting words fly out of his mouth. And that's what needs to happen, a Christmas story version of Ralphie. The King wore braces in college, by yeah. the way, at Alabama. Yeah. yeah? He did. Yeah. yeah oh. It's um, I, I don't even think it has anything to do with defense at this point, actually. Yeah. I think they just got to outscore him, honestly. Well. I mean, it, I think they, they're at the point now offensively where they cannot make a mistake. Because if you make a mistake, you might be two scores down. Mm-hmm. True. So it's you. You just got to go score. But Tennessee, score ain't Tennessee. We got to remind ourselves of that. Well, Tennessee, the offense runs through Henry, which yeah. it always has. But especially this year, and especially if Traylon Burks remains in concussion protocol, because otherwise, who's Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball to? Right. Exactly. Just guys. Which who was Jared heard, we, Goff throwing the ball to last week? Amon Ross, St. Brown, DJ Chark. There were some dudes. Come on. J- your boy Jamo, Jamison Wilson Williams didn't step up there. But at least there's some legitimate names that you've heard of on that Detroit Lions offense. Have you heard of some of these names in the wide receiver room oh, for the Tennessee there. Titans? Would you like Would you like for me to read who caught passes once yeah. again? Robert Woods. Yeah. Robert yeah. Woods. Okay, I'll give you that one. He's, Robert he's, Woods. I'm on Rob, the same player. Yeah. Okay. No, no, I'm on Rob so better than Robert Woods we'll right give now. You, we'll give yeah. you that. Uh, Austin Hooper, you probably have heard of that name, yeah. so we'll say that. But also a little bit of a bust in Cleveland before uh, you know he, he basically went on to find new work. Uh, Jeff Swaim, you've heard of that one yeah, because he Jag. was in Jag in yeah. Jacksonville. Uh, C.J. Board, also former Jag alert. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dontrell Hilliard, our boy Chiggy from Maryland, the rookie tight end. And then Nick Westbrook Akeen, who I should know how to pronounce his name better because I feel like he's like the cockroach up there in Tennessee who just mm-hmm. he'll be the last thing left because he's been on this roster forever. Uh, and he's always catching passes, and he's always catching passes against the Jags. But the point is, is that Jared Goff, for not being athletic, he still had time to sit there in the pocket and throw, and he had receivers that weren't dropping the ball, Leon. And mm-hmm. so I don't know exactly what the situation is when it comes to the pass catchers in Tennessee. I know historically – 
a no-name guy tends to show up against the Jaguars for whatever the reason, regardless of what the Jaguars' defense looks like. At the same time, I have questions about this passing game for Tennessee, and that is the one thing that I can cling to of why the Jaguars may be able to pull off a victory. Well, I mean, Blaine Bishop said the best when we interviewed him yesterday. He said he has concern on the whole left side of the offensive line. Now, what you want to you can say what you want to say that Detroit Lions' offensive line was pretty solid. Panay Sue over there, he, he he had it down on the right side. The two side. guards were hurt the all week, and they came out exactly. looked awesome. So, I mean, so if you can't take advantage of an offensive line, a makeshift offensive line that's giving up pressure, can't run the football, then I don't know what this defense is. If you can't if you can't take advantage of this, a clear, well, I don't even want to call it a clear mismatch because we, we haven't looked – uh, any good all season long except for the early part of the season. So you can't take advantage of the opportunity where they're down a little bit in the offensive line. The left side is struggling. I, I don't know what you can say about this defense. Well, the la- I mean, the last five games somebody's been down in the offensive line. They've had a guy That's true. They've had backers. multiple guys on the offensive line, and nothing's happened as far as pass rush. Nothing. So, I mean, I, I – seriously, I, they want – obviously they want to play better defensively. Yeah. But if I'm going into meetings this week, it's literally, look, we got to score. We've got to score points because the only way we're staying in this game is if we score. If they get two right. possessions I mean, down. I've been in meetings like that too. Right. Where the defense has struggled. Right. And the offensive court say, hey, we just got to score more points. Mm-hmm. If they if they get down Here. two scores against uh. a team that can run the ball and dictate tempo yeah. and slow the clock, they're yeah. dead. Yeah. yeah. They're dead. Yeah. That's yeah. why every time they go on the field now, their margin for error is going to be nothing on offense. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like we do this every week. And I know it doesn't always pay dividends. Some weeks it has. Uh, four weeks in particular it has. Looking at that Titans injury report from yesterday, and there's still a day of practice left. And Trevor but there Lawrence, are a bunch of names. DMP'd. They got a lot of DMPs. Yeah. A lot of did not practices from yesterday and from Wednesday. Again, I mentioned Traylon Burks with the concussion. Christian Fulton's a guy who has, quite frankly, been a thorn in the Jaguars' backside every single time they've played against him, whether it's picking off passes or whether it's just – being there in the secondary. so And Autry up front, too, is huge. Autry as well, and both those guys have not practiced yet this week. Then you consider, I mean, I know it's non-injury related, but the King hasn't practiced mm-hmm. in a full per, uh, capacity yet this week. Ryan Tannehill has been limited at times. Jeffrey Simmons limited on Wednesday with an ankle injury, did not practice yesterday. I know that's a big one that big Leon had already, uh, you know, alluded to, that, mm-hmm. you know, that that's the guy that you're going to have your eyes on, especially going up against Brandon Scherf. He's not at 100% health, and I understand no one is in week 14 of the season. But I just look at that laundry list of names, man, and I, I we say it every week, my broken record. you got to take, take advantage of that, especially if Burks isn't playing – then that should open up the fact that, like we said, if Tyson Campbell isn't having his best game, then it, yeah. you know you already account for the fact mm-hmm. that your third corner is a, is a, a traffic cone. You've mm-hmm. already accepted that. That like that's that's just somebody standing out there. Awful. So Awful. if Tyson Campbell's not at 100, percent but he doesn't have to go against Traylon Burks, now now I'd like to play those odds a little bit more. You know the one thing, sirs, they have three times as many people listed on the injury report. Okay, Jacksonville only has four, but one of them's Trevor. That's a pretty important one. Mm-hmm. But they have a dozen. Now, that doesn't mean that they're all not going to play, but that's a bunch. And so, yeah, take advantage of it. That, yeah. That, yeah, that's their fault. That, that, listen, that's on them. you got to take advantage of it. When you go in there and you look at the list of guys that are hurt right there, that's a clear-cut advantage on our part. We've, we've maintained, for the most part this season, that, that's what so amazed me how – we play so poorly 
is that we've been so healthy throughout the whole part of the season. That Trevor getting hurt with the toe and everything is devastating. Hopefully, you know, he'll be all right on Sunday. But you've got to take advantage of these opportunities that you have, especially when the team's got people down, clear pe- people that are very uh, pivotal mm-hmm. to their offense and their defense down. Yeah, Jacksonville has two key on the offense, two key on the defense. Okay, Muma a little banged up. Cisco missing last week, still dealing with the shoulder. And then Trevor and Zay. And and Zay is still listed with a chest in injury. I don't really know. I don't believe there's any more detail that anyone has shared with no, us. No, he's given practiced it in a limited capacity the yeah. last few days. Yeah, and so uh, that's not good uh, because he's been one of the, at the very least, overall one of the more productive pieces in the offensive passing game, uh, which means they're going to have to rely on Kirk to come up more more often and, and, and as big as he has at times. Evan Ingram needs to step up in this football game. He needs to be an impact player this week. Uh, and Marvin Jones, Marvin is going to have to make some of those circus style catches uh, when it matters most in this football game going up against that secondary for them to have a chance. To get your dude in the game, get him on a go route. Yeah. Well. Tim Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I like Tim Timmy Jones. I wouldn't mind. Tim Jones. Yeah. We'll find out whether or not. I don't know how it will work with the inactives, but that actually probably would be something that they got to be looking at a little bit and saying. Dude can run. Yeah, he can run. He's made one great catch right there at the goal line. But we're going back a number of weeks. But still, it was a great catch. And it would be nice to see if, if, if somebody like that could step up if they need him. All right. I want to dive into the college ranks in the 1 o'clock hour, especially because uh, I did get a kick out of watching Thursday Night Football on Amazon last night, knowing Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit were slogging through another uh, marquee game. And then I flip on over to YouTube TV and I see the Herbies. We're going yeah. on on ESPN, too. Oh, yeah. The annual college football awards. A couple of those passed out last night. Some real awards and some Herbies. Uh, Want to shout out in particular. Taco Bell, Leave Moss, student yeah. section of the year. Yeah. Tennessee Volunteers, baby. Storm uh, the field. Yeah, you, you, you drink enough shine, you definitely need <laughs> some Taco Bell. Uh, that's for sure. So good for them. Where are the harpoons? Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, Liquid Sunshine, you can come on by. We have got plenty of people getting their car washed. Now they are giving away free car washes. You can soup up, get that best car wash, $10.00. Great deal. And then you also can check into their membership and everything else that they got going. But if you bring an unwrapped toy, you're going to cruise through not only with that free car wash, but they'll soup it up uh, with that best car wash. So bring an unwrapped toy, Toys for Tots. They will keep the box inside throughout the week. But we've got toys that we've dropped in there. People have dropped them in. So we appreciate it if you can do it uh, before we are done. XL Primetime, Liquid Sunshine, right here on the Service Road, corner of Southside and Hogan. And you will see the 1010XL broadcast bus. It's a big hair, heavy metal Friday on XL Primetime. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, where metal raises the roof on quality. First Coast Metal Roofing, they have been kicking it for a long time, since 1998. They know what they're doing when it comes to metal roofs, and you probably have looked around and seen a lot of really cool houses with metal roofs. They're efficient. They last a long, long time. Instead of having to worry about replacing shingles, insurance companies saying, hey, we may not be able to write that policy for the next year, all that stuff, you can take the worry right out of the equation. Find out about metal, the quality of it you can do metal right over the top of shingles if you want and it's very very affordable the number is first coast the number one i should say first coast mrs.com make sure you check them out and hit jj the dj 
uh, with some heavy metal or big hair requests. We love them on a Friday. I also would like, and I know the text line would appreciate as well, back at 1010XL World Headquarters, if DJ JJ could also mm. give us a World Cup update because oh. uh, things are getting spicy across the pond. Right, okay. JJ? All right. Yeah, I don't know if we're allowed to call it across the pond. Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. It's across the Atlantic. I, I go with it. Okay. Um, no, well, no. no, it's uh, no it's, across the yeah, pond. Like, England, the United the, States to this London. This is the Middle East. It's not yeah. like yeah. Yeah, this is this no. is the Middle East. No, it's, no, it's not even close to me. Yeah. All right, whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Brazil <laughs> got knocked out about ten minutes ago. Uh, Did and, they really? In a penalty shootout with last World Cup <laughs> semifinalist or uh, finalist, excuse me, Croatia. So the uh, the favorites are out. Wow. All, All right. right. I mean, JoJo, you want me to show you a map? It means a, real quick. A lot of, oh, no, no. I know where Qatar is. I Believe me. I, I, I'm just saying it's, it's way the hell over there. Uh, but if you do start from here, you may have to cross the Atlantic. So uh, a, it just depends a, on which. That's across yeah. the pond in yeah. about, let's, a, let's about, about an eight-hour flight. Yeah, it just depends that? on what, what. Let's talk ball here, though. Yeah. Uh, Croatia has the population of Connecticut. Yeah. And oh, it's And Brazil something. has, uh, what, 200-plus million people yeah. in the country, something oh, like yeah. that? It's, 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 that's a lot. Uh, to deal with if you're Brazil losing like that. It's just like uh, you know, United States losing to Ghana or whatever, you know, back in the day. It's been uh, 20 years since Brazil won. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's something else. That really is. All right. We're hanging out at Liquid Sunshine. Uh, they've got the vacuums working. They've got the uh, detailers working. They've got their brand-new Liquid Sunshine car wash, family-owned, veteran-owned, and locally operated with all the – family working here so stop on by liquid sunshine if you can bring an unwrapped toy uh like uh, we saw a handful come through here including uh, brother willie who just went and dropped off some toys at the ale house with their toys for toss donation and then brought some here so you can come in with an unwrapped toy they're already hooking you up with a free car wash but they'll upgrade that to the best car wash if you bring the unwrapped toy so drop on by liquid sunshine right here on the service road south side in hogan uh, you see the big 1010XL broadcast bus right out in front. Now, we've been talking a lot about the Jaguars. Okay, so talking the United States. I love how he gets, he, gets so, he gets so then, into this. <laughs> I mean, he gets so into this. And, and all we said was we, we will allow it. You want to know why? Because I don't care if you go from one side of the country to the other, you're crossing water. So I if, said it. Yeah. He's, it's my he's OCD kicking you. in. That's yeah, all. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. All I know is Qatar is is the Middle East. It is way, way on the other side of this world. That's for sure. Um, all right. So we talked a lot about the Jags. Last night it was Baker Mayfield leading the L.A. Rams to a come-from-behind win in the last couple of minutes of this ball game, stealing one from the Raiders. The Raiders got to be saying, what is going on? Because they keep blowing it 0-5 after having a halftime lead. That's no bueno. They uh-huh. are screwing it up. Uh, and Derek Carr has something to do with it. Their defense has something to do with it. Josh McDaniel, all these people have something to do with it. Josh Jacobs have been rocking and rolling for a while. Then he gets hurt, and so they just are kind of beside themselves a little bit. We'll look at a few of these other NFL games. I Got don't it. think he makes it, by the way, yeah. Josh McDaniel. Well, I mean, I know I know that Mark Davis has said he's my guy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You can't keep losing games like this. No, no, they can't. In and, this fashion, and keep it, your job. Yeah, and don't think for a moment that he's not thinking the same thing you're thinking, but are you going to fire a guy after a year? Uh, happens all the time. Hackett, yeah. may, Hackett may get fired yeah. in Denver, and we've kind of lost it, it, that storyline. Yeah, it, it very well could happen, but it doesn't Part happen. of that, too, is that they they came under new ownership. Yeah. With the Raiders, I mean, this was a joint entire cleaning of house by Mark Davis. Yeah, but the funny thing is, is Sacha was a good, uh, regarded as a good 
players coach, coach yep. they loved him they they were able to get on a little bit of a roll and make it to the postseason and and now you know Josh McDaniels I don't believe would be fired after year one Hackett maybe I'll certainly go there but it just doesn't happen that often and they were on a three-game win streak going into yeah, this game yeah. too that's what's nuts yeah and they had they had started off I want to say either 0-2 or 0-3 something in that neighborhood and they were at least able to to rally but uh that was an ugly ugly loss uh last night that's for sure what happens with Baker I mean, just, uh, Baker's, you know, you know, the L.A. Rams may ride the string out and may just keep Matt Stafford sitting on the sidelines because of the significance of those two concussions. That's a pretty significant injury for him. I don't think you need to be rushing him back anytime soon. No, no he's no. definitely not coming back. Yeah. No, right? he's not coming back. No, no, no. no. Oh, Baker's auditioning. Yeah. He's, he's auditioning for his quarterback life, to be quite honest with you. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, last night was a good start. That was a good start, especially in the second half especially in the second half, to lead them down to the game-winning touchdown is big for him. You see what he did? What he was emotional. There, right? You saw him in the game. Yeah. You saw him. In, he was by the bench. He was down on his knees, probably cried. Because, yeah. I mean, man, going, the man has gone through a lot. And you know, some of the stuff has been self-imposed, okay, because young players get in the league and the, the league gets to churning and you get the burning. And, it's, and it's, eating, it's eating up many a young athlete. Sometimes you need to be humble to realize how, how – grateful and thankful you are to be in this league and hopefully he's learned from his mistakes oh you know and then he can move forward from here but I saw him get emotional mm-hmm. I saw him on the, on the bench probably cried a little bit because this game meant a lot to him for him personally because you know if you, you got so many people telling you that you you're washed up can't do it anymore to go out there and do it and see yourself do it at the highest level lets you know you still belong in the league plus yeah. he's still I mean let, let's the reality is he was forced out of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Again, I gave you his numbers. They're not that bad. He was forced out of Cleveland and put on one of the worst, three worst teams in the league. Yep. So, I mean, and you expect him to lift that team? I mean, that's that's, that's a heavy lift is what it is. Yeah. So now he's on a team with a little talent. Mm-hmm. He gets there. How many how many hours was it, Mia, before he, since he landed? It was Tuesday, uh, Tuesday to Thursday. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday at 7 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, he landed Tuesday, Tuesday at 7 a.m. So he's two days there. He's, a, you know, he's in the locker room. He's, he doesn't even know half these guys, right? Yeah. Probably doesn't know half the guys protecting him on the offensive line. Apparently, True. as he left his True. post-game presser last night, he asked to, he had to ask for directions to the locker room. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Doesn't know the receivers, right? Yeah. I mean, that's impressive what he did. Seriously. Yeah, it's very yeah. impressive. Down yeah. 16-3, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. And, and, and it does wonders for you in the locker room because, mm-hmm. because when, you go in, when you come into the locker room, you've got a reputation. You know, you're coming for a Panthers team that got rid of you. You come from a, a Browns team to get rid of you. And so when you walk in that locker room, a lot of the guys like, why did we sign this guy? What the hell are we doing signing this guy? But then you go out there and you play and you perform the way you perform, man, you, 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 gain, a, you gain a little credibility in the locker room now. Mm-hmm. You know, guys like, okay, this is my guy. He shows some grit. He shows some toughness. He brought us back from a win. So, you know, that, I, I just know what that kind of confidence can do to a player. Yeah. It's probably on his last leg when it comes to self-esteem. Because the right. NFL, yeah, when it comes to self-esteem, I know what the NFL can do to you mm-hmm. and make you believe that you can't get it done. And then when you do it again, you say, okay, this is how I went about my business of yeah. getting this done. And I'm glad you mentioned that because he said he'd been humbled yeah. after being the number oh. one overall pick, uh, yeah. as you can imagine. Uh, yeah. you know, the Cleveland was saying, we will pay some of this check to get you out of town uh, to go to Carolina, and then it all fell apart. All right, let's get back to the uh, Titans and the Jags, and let's do the eye test because, you know, we start looking at the Tennessee Titans. We've said it a bunch. This team has not been able to beat that team up there in a long, long time. But let's do the eye test on the Titans, a little NFL music, if you will, please, J.J., uh, as we do the eye test. 
with the Jacksonville Eye Center. And don't forget, Dr. Robert Snipper, that's my dude. He is a big-time Jaguar fan and is the premier ophthalmologist in Jacksonville. And he has been doing LASIK for so many years and so many happy customers, myself included. You can get 30% off LASIK with their champagne special, but you need to act now. That means you need to take advantage of it before the New Year's. So they want to set up appointments. You can come on in, the Jacksonville Eye Center. They'll take a look, and they'll set you up. 30% off LASIK. You can see 2020 and 2023. The number is 355-5555. And make sure you head on to the Jacksonville Eye Center and take advantage of their champagne special. All right, I threw some numbers out there earlier as far as where the Tennessee Titans are. And I think the weakest you know, the, 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 the flesh point right now for the Titans, where you can get to them most. Offensively, overall, they are tied for 29th in the National Football League. Defensively, they're tied for 22nd in the National Football League. But the big numbers are they are 30th in passing on offense, and they are 31st against the pass on defense. So let's start there, Matt. If you're just taking a look at the eye test, you're just saying that is their weakness. You better be able to throw against them, and at the very least, you might have a chance defending against their their, their passing game. So I'm hearing those numbers in my head rattling around in my empty skull, and I'm thinking, this is if there's any year to win this division, yeah. this is it. You got the Colts who could have been the literally year. right, right. Yeah. You got the Colts who literally yeah. don't know what they're doing, right? The Texans are the worst team in the league, and the Titans are the worst they've been in how long? A decade? Yeah, it's, at least. Yeah, it's, they it's fired been a their while. GM it's, earlier this week. Wow. I don't know if you That's uh, remember that. Yeah, yeah, when, you, remember like, that. when you said yeah. those numbers, it's kind of like, whoa. Yeah. How is this team not in leading this division? And, and, and when you're looking at 30th and 31st in the passing game, offensive defense, that means this football team should have opportunities to throw against that secondary. You mentioned the secondary earlier. There are not a bunch of stars out there. They ought to be able to get some plays if Zay Jones is healthy. I mean, the eye test just simply says that's where you attack the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, and Christian Fulton has missed practice all week. Yeah. And he, I would say, when you look at their secondary, is probably the most marquee corner. I know Trevor in his press conference on Wednesday specifically mentioned Kevin Byard, who, I mean, he's been a consistent player for the Titans, so he's there. Amani Hooker, Iowa Hawkeye grade as well. But then when you look at the depth, I mean, they have five guys in their secondary on IR already this year. I mean, they are as banged up as the day is long. So, again, it's another opportunity. Actually, check that, make it six guys because they placed Caleb Farley, their former first-round pick, on IR yesterday. So that's six guys on IR in the secondary alone. They are banged up. They don't have a lot of depth. They're going to have to pull guys up from the practice squad. So, Again, it all adds up that this is a matchup you should take advantage of. I am still kind of concerned, though, about that front four, Leon, because in addition to Jeffrey Simmons, you figure you got Bud Dupree coming off the edge. I know he was obviously coming off the ACL tear, but you got him. Joe Schobert revenge game. We're not talking about that yeah. in the linebacking core as well. You consider DeMarcus Walker. That, like, there's enough pieces there that that front seven also has me a little more concerned than the secondary. Well, you know how you neutralize that front four? Play a little hurry up. You surprise them a little bit. Go a little hurry up. Go a little fast tempo. Boom. All right. You know what I'm saying? You know, get your plays in. Get get them going up and get in. And no, no huddle. I'm talking about right to the line of scrimmage. You know, a little tempo or slow that defensive front. That give them something that they haven't seen before. When's the last time the Jaguars have they done that all season long? Have they done? Have they started the game with tempo and rhythm? Get that kind of stuff. They've done it for small pockets in games. I don't know if they necessarily have started, but I like that suggestion because it's going to wear. You're just trying to wear them down a little bit. Now, the, now the key to that, if you're going to run that kind of tempo. 
can't have any illegal procedures because right. there's going to be a lot of crowd noise. So you can't be jumping off sides and moving too early and all that kind of stuff. And I would I would go and first I, downs and, and first because you go three and out and that defense gets back on the exactly. field. Exactly, exactly. Wow. So that's what you got. Go a little tempo, run and pass. Go down there and get a quick score. You know, give your defense a little momentum now to get a stop and all that kind of stuff. All right, real quick, last part of the eye test, and this is the key thing, Leon. You said that, you know, if you could just get some points on the board earlier, early in the game. They are 26th in points. They're only scoring right at 18, which is right around where Jacksonville has been living for Mm. far too long. They're 11th on defense. They're giving up about 20. So getting off to a quick start is going to be huge. Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. A little tempo. In and out the huddle. Not even huddle. Right to the line of scrimmage, run the plays. I, I, I like that. I've seen that. I've seen that all season long, and they won't be expecting it either. So why not do it? They were on the road against Philly before. They got up to the fourteen nothing lead. They weren't mm-hmm. able to hang on. It was a twenty eight point flip before. We're gonna go back it. to that twenty one nothing potential touchdown yeah. throw to Jamal. Oh Agnes. my gosh! Yeah, and, forever. And, but and it, but it was a twenty eight point flip, like in just a, a matter of minutes. And so that's real key that they, if this football team can can do those types of things against Tennessee early in this game. All right, the eye test, thanks to Dr. Robert Snipper and the Jacksonville Eye Center. They have their LASIK champagne special. That means they're ringing in the new year, and they want you to enjoy 30% savings. They don't offer sales very often because they know how important it is to get the LASIK right, and they will do it with the allegorical wave. Make sure you make your appointment. Go in and see Dr. Robert Snipper. The number is 355-5555 with the champagne LASIK special. Are we making picks? We got uh, JJ set up to. Uh, have you gone through the games, JJ? You got three on the uh, NFL, three on the uh, college side. Well, we don't have three college games. We have oh, one. that's true. We're not going to pick the Heisman. I feel like the text line really wants us to pick. Well, I guess. Well, two. we could do that yeah. separate. But but can we pick Army Navy three times? Is, is that what you're thinking we're doing? We're going five NFL games. We're five and, and one, and, yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, we could do FCS playoff games if you want. No, I, I listen. I can't go deep uh, that deep. I, I've done all my research on on my NFL all right, uh, this let's weekend. Do it, uh, somebody went six and zero. Oh last week oh six and oh we will find out who that is when jj brings us the picks next from liquid sunshine right here on Southside boulevard free car washes today for you nooners so come on by bring an unwrapped toy you'll get that best car wash absolutely free but you got to bring the unwrapped toy so toys for tots and the marines can make sure they get them into the kids hands in time for christmas come on by liquid sunshine corner of hogan and Southside, right here on the service road one Time now for Cover 3. Three big college games. Three big NFL games. Who on XL Primetime can beat the spread? All right. Joe teased it before. Leon went 6-0 last weekend. Woo! Still wow. sits in last place. <laughs> well but out so of the what? hunt. Hey, take the victory right now, Leon. Going back to back, baby. Yeah, me and Leon Six are and tied for last. Um... At 37, 42, and 5. Mia and Matt are tied for second at 44, 35, and 5. And Joe, oh, excuse me, Matt and me are tied. Or Joe and me are tied. Matt is one game up, 45, 34, and 5, after going 5 and 1 last week. Sorry, listeners, I know that's a lot of numbers. Matt's in first place, long story short. All right. Yeah. How did so, the other three, how did the other three, other, the other four of us fare if Leon went 6 and 0 oh last week? Uh, Matt went 5 and 1, you went 4 and 2, Joe went 3 and 3. All right. All right. Um, we have five NFL games, so we'll get started on those and leave Army-Navy for last. Matt, you are up first. We have Vikings as underdogs on the road against the Lions, two and a half points. 
Vikes are getting two and a half. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. You know, I said earlier they were the most overrated 10-win team. Uh, they win games, though. They're absolutely winning games. Lions are playing. I'm going to take the Vikings. I'll take the Vikings and the points. Total is 52, by the way, as well. Uh, do you guys remember a couple weeks ago when the Cowboys went into Minnesota and they were favorites and everyone was like, oh, my God, I don't understand this, and then the Cowboys actually absolutely pummeled the yeah. Vikings. They you remember that? Yeah. I'm going to go the opposite way of that because Minnesota is the underdog in this one, and I am pounding the Vikings outright because I think everyone is too high on this. Oh, my goodness, the Detroit Lions offense while well, they went against the Jags defense that has been Swiss cheese of late. Um, as much as they have weapons, this offense is still learning. And Dan Campbell on Thanksgiving, I haven't forgiven you for not knowing how to manage the final two minutes of a game. And for whatever the reason, Kevin O'Connell has figured that out in his first year in Minnesota. I'm picking the Vikings. Yeah, I, I like getting points uh, with a better football team. So that's the direction I'm going in. Uh, Big Sirs? Yeah, I got the Vikings. All right, got the Vikings. That may be a clean sweep. Yeah, JJ. it is. All right. Dang. Eagles on the road are seven-and-a-half-point favorites against the Giants. Oh, that's a big game for the Giants, too. That's it's a big life. game. If they want to stay in the playoff run, that's a big game. Seven-and-a-half, huh? Correct. I like the hook. I like the hook. I'll take the Giants in the seven-and-a-half. Take the Giants. He does. The G-men. Uh, Philadelphia, uh, I, I know that something is going get to get in the way of them. They've only lost one game to this point. Uh, but I still like Philadelphia. Uh, in their ability to score and overcome uh, a lot of adversity. I'm going to go ahead and lay those points, I think. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Eagles to cover. I think, unfortunately, this is where Brian Dable's Cinderella story comes to a close. I think this is where Daniel Jones is exposed, you know, not as a right. bad quarterback, because I think he's a serviceable quarterback. Well, they've gotten beaten up a little bit, too. Right. They're beat up. Saquon Barkley, questionable for this game, and so uh, their <clears> offensive <throat> line has been beat up at times throughout the course of this year, even though Andrew Thomas has proved to be ascending, as has Evan Neal. I'm going with the Eagles. I'm going to take the Giants. Okay. Up seven and a half. I love desperate teams, man. All right. I do. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll take the Eagles. Next up, Jets at the Bills. Bills are 10-point favorites at home. Holy God. 10? Mm. Wow. I can't get past 10 in any game in the NFL. I'll take the 10. You're going to take the 10? Yeah, I'm going to take the 10. I can't get past 10 in any game. This is where Mike White gets found out. Speaking of quarterbacks getting found out. Love you, Jets fans, but Bills cover in this one. Not only is this where now the questions of who should our starting quarterback be, I think this is also where the questions of, oh, maybe the Bills are for real after all, come into play. Yeah. Uh, it, it smells like it could be a 28-17, you know, something in that neighborhood. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna lay the points. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you guys the know that, you can, that, that he can – he can still get got and still lose by only like. Well, eight. by the way, I mean, I, I, JJ hasn't made his pick yet, but the Jets did beat the Buffalo Bills earlier. Let's right. not yes, forget that either. JJ. Uh, but I am going with the Bills on this. One. Okay, okay. Um, Bucks at Niners. This is interesting. It started out with like a six-point uh, spread, and then people were like, "It's Brock Purdy playing." Uh, so the Bucks are only now three and a half-point underdogs on the road against the 49ers. Gosh, at some point he's going to get exposed. Yeah, Sunday. At some point he's going to get exposed. Right, right, right. But the Bucks aren't that good. Honestly, they they're, just, they're not that good of a team. And they're at home. I'm going to take the Niners at home. They'll manufacture something. What's the line, JJ? Three and a half. Yeah, I'm taking the Niners. I think uh, I think Purdy Magic's got one more week left. And I, I think at the end of the day, the a with the NFC South, the way it looks, I think Tom Brady can afford to lose one more, and it'll be okay. 
Man, I hate to turn down three and a half. Three and a half, right? Yeah. Whew. They just average. That, and, and, but, and y'all are all over the Niners. I know, but yeah. they are what they are. The Bucks are what they are. Uh, believe honestly. me, I am. I Bucks am defense down. is good, yeah. but I, I'm, I'm. But it's against. They can't score points. Is Purdy Purdy? Purdy's Purdy. I'm going to go ahead and try and take three and a half points on that. Mm, I'm going to take Niners. I see, some, I see some significant separation between me and you. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, I like the Bucks. All right. Last uh, NFL game, we have the Browns with their new quarterback. Uh, he's not very good, but he's new. Um, against the Bengals. And the Bengals are five-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Matt, who do you got? I'm not even a question. Rusty. I'll lay the points. I'll take the Bengals. <laughs> yeah. Joe B. Joe B. all the way. Five-and-a-half? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take it, Joe. Take the hook. Yeah, I uh, I don't like what Deshaun's doing. I know that mm. the Browns have been a little bit of a problem for Cincy of late, uh, but I'll lay the points. Yeah, I got the Bengals. All right, that's a clean sweep for the Bengals. All right, let's Dang. go to uh, the only college game this week. And it is on CBS, so I'm allowed to use this music. There you go. We Army, Navy. I don't know if it's Navy, Army, Army. Okay, there, that that's a good thing. So, like, why is it always Army Navy? How come Navy? Do they never get any love on that? Alphabetical Cap- order. Yeah, yeah alphabetical. Yeah. Well, yeah, they wanted to start off with an A, and the Army was here before they had boats. So <laughs> that's I true. think that's why they go with it. I think that's. <laughs> and, and look, we we've got our folks from Army Navy. We'll we'll let them defend that coming up in just a little bit. All right. So Navy is a two and a half point favorite on neutral ground against Army. Matt, who do you got? I'm never going against the old sailor, even though he's way up in the sky right now. I'm Navy, dude. I don't care what the story is. Navy. Navy. Never yep. going against my pop, man. Never. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, my family's got allegiances to Navy <clears throat> as well, um, but I'm going to take it for the Creekside grad, the mighty, mighty Creekside grad being Ty Lavatai, quarterback. I understand, you know, it's not your traditional quarterback out there at the Naval Academy. 787 yards, five passing touchdowns, though. That's got to be some sort of record for a Navy quarterback to have five passing touchdowns. He does it on the ground as well. So, yeah, I'm taking the midshipman. Midshipman had a couple nice wins in the regular season here as well. Uh, Lest lest we forget that win over. Including one over UCF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The R Knights. Second half of the season, they got a little bit. Yeah. Uh, And look, uh, my dad, Casey, was, was was a cook in the Army, so I always leaned Army. But I look at it and I think to myself, it's a two-and-a-half-point line, and the total is only 32-and-a-half points. It's only 32-and-a-half. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, there's something that they don't think they're going to – either side is going to score a bunch uh, in this football game. Uh, but I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and lay the points to take Navy. Take Navy? Yeah. Well, Grandpa was Army. I'm going with Grandpa. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so your uh, pop was a cook in the Army? Yeah. Did he ever Frank Costanza it? He might have. He right. might have at one point, but uh, he's – He's still a good cook, but I don't think he caused the whole barracks to get sick or anything like that. <laughs> I love that story. Yeah. Um, I'm taking Army just because, no reason. Okay. All right. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's our pick. Yeah. Logic uh, does not need to be applied here. I just know that both of them are looking up at the Air Force right now. Okay? Air Force Commander-in-Chief trophy is in their hands. Okay? Uh, that the, the Falcons have basically done it this year before. Unfortunately, this game would have a say in the Commander-in-Chief. Uh, trophy. All right, uh, Big Sirs. Yo. Uh, a thought before you leave. You will be on the fifth quarter. As a matter of fact, we're having our Christmas party at we Perfect are. Rack, which is where you were at Tonight, every Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so I'm, so you're going to be there twice this week. Twice this week. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we were going to shoot a little stick uh, later. You're not any good at pool? No, no. Oh, come no. on. All right, so what are you thinking uh, for the Jags Titans before you get ready for the fifth quarter on Sunday? 
Um, well, hopefully Trevor is healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, last time, I'm telling you, I promise you, if they do it to me again, this is it. <laughs> last time. You aren't really doing this. Time, uh, I'm picking the Jags. 23. You're taking the Jags. 16. You follow your heart. This is time. it. I know, bro. Get you in trouble. You know that. <laughs> I know it does. Well, the other thing, too, is like Leon said, if they don't win this week, it's really over. It's really over. No, all right. It's really all right. over well, now, folks. It, it might already be. That's all. All right. So, Big Surge, enjoy the rest of the afternoon. Appreciate it. Enjoy this beautiful sunshine nice. from Liquid Sunshine. Yeah. All right. Big Surge is out the door. Liquid Sunshine is where we are, and that's where they wash them up, clean them up, rub them down, making sure they're, they're beautiful and ready to go. They got the little detail work going on right now as we speak. You can bring an unwrapped toy for their Toys of Tots donation, and you can get their best car wash uh, souped up for you. Uh, you can come in and get a free car wash. Just drop on by Liquid Sunshine right here on just off of Southside Boulevard, the service road. Uh, if you turn left going into Hogan like you're coming to the station, just make a little U-turn and you'll see the 1010 XL bus and Liquid Sunshine right here on the service road. It's a big hair, heavy metal Friday on XL Primetime. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, where metal raises the roof on quality. I feel like we've been neglecting playing some of our big hair heavy metal Friday today because we're out here at Liquid Sunshine Car Wash. We're, it fits. We're, we're focused on the toys for tots, but hey, listen, we are still taking your song request, DJ Beck. You know who that is, by the way? I'd probably give you 100 bucks if you figured out who this was. It sounds familiar. I feel like this is the 140 special on a Friday. Do you know who this is? You'll never guess it. I don't think Joe knows. No, I don't. I'm sitting here trying to think. It's a group called Enough's Enough. Enough's Enough. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I did see yeah. one on the text line, Design by Lifetime and It closures. sounds like it qualifies for big hair. Oh, it's definitely big yeah. hair. I saw one that said, uh, it's, it's, it's too bad we can't hair. find a uh, a hard rock version of working at the car wash because that would obviously yeah. be great for, be perfect uh, for where today. XL Primetime is coming at you live from. We got Patrick Young, former Florida Gator, on the line coming up in just a little bit, and he is indeed on, so let's welcome him via yep. the Farrah and Farrah phone line. No. Another interview on the Farrah and Farrah phone line brought to you by the accident attorneys at Farrah and Farrah. Big Patrick Young, a star down in Gainesville under Billy Donovan, a star at Providence High, and now still a star, a shining star here in the Jacksonville community as we get ready for his golf tournament uh, coming up on Monday. And we'll tell him all about that uh, as far as what you're trying to do to help everybody. But welcome in, Patrick. How are you, bud? I'm doing great, man. I, I don't know if I'm still a shining star. Uh, yeah, you are. But I appreciate gracious words. Thank you so much. Yeah, listen, let me tell you something. You're a shining star in, in so many ways uh, that people out there absolutely 100% know. That's for sure. Uh, but we want to talk a little basketball with you. You can catch Patrick, part of the SEC Network. We want to talk Gators with you first. And then we definitely want to get to the details of what's coming up Monday as you begin your pursuit to try and help uh, folks with spinal cord injuries with the Patrick Young Foundation. Uh, but, look, a couple nights ago in the O'Connell Center or the Exact Tech Arena, the Florida got got pushed around. They got out-talented, out-athleted, out-shot. Out, I mean, everything. What did you think of that big loss uh, to UConn? Well, I, I, I won't – I don't know if I can necessarily say, you know, out-athleted, uh, where, how we're going with that word. I think the athleticism was there. Uh, but 
the basketball IQ on the Gators basketball side, uh, it just seems as though there's no connection and understanding the flow of the game. And what do you mean by that, Patrick? I mean, we are so consistent with taking terrible shots early <laughs> in the shot clock, not understanding, hey, we need to get a good look. And, yes, there were points, I thought, uh, the big guys, Adam Sonogo and I believe his name is Davidson Klingon, they – they beat up on Colin Callison pretty pretty good there. But UConn is a well-coached, disciplined team. Um, it seems as though no one plays outside of what they need to do and what they can bring to the table. Uh, they get the ball around uh, where it needs to go. They make free throws. They sprint. As soon as they force a turnover or a bad shot, they get to the other side of their spot uh, with, with great execution. So I want to give Dan Hurley a lot of credit there. Um, I think Florida just – with the, the poor shot selection – not understanding the flow, just shoot yourself in the foot and shoot yourself out of the game. There was at no point uh, that I thought Florida was going to come back. I knew before uh, with the games that I've seen before, I said, you know, when they when they match up against a well-disciplined team, especially as good as UConn looks right now, um, they're not going to stand a chance uh, because they even even against FAMU, and I covered that game, they just make so many small, silly mistakes that are not going to fly when you match up. Go to the SEC and when you match up with top – 10 teams like that so um but you know all, they're all fixable problems there's nothing to say oh man the season's over or like that uh but it's going to take it starts with the point guards uh it starts with the guards the guard play taking better care of the ball better shot selection and not having so many empty turnovers and speaking of guards patrick kyle lofton making his first career appearance off the bench because he didn't start for the first time in his career so obviously that affects the rotation a little bit we're talking with Patrick Young former Florida Gator about the Gators 75-54 loss to UConn on Wednesday and Pat Todd Golden went in real in reality his rotation was about seven guys deep he did go 10 deep in this game he saw a couple other guys getting some time off the bench Jadobo and Felder as well what do you make of that rotation right now? Is he going to like pretty much keep it to a tight seven or eight guys? And also, I mean, are, are there some of those guys in addition to Lofton who maybe should be seeing more minutes? Uh, well, you know, I, what, the, what I do give Lofton credit on is that he does take care of the ball. He's not a guy that's going to go out there and take a lot of bad shots. I think he understands that he's not a great shooter. Um, but then you look at Trey Bonham, who has the – uh, explosiveness to knock a, knock down a bunch of big time shots. He is a little bit of a volume guy. He has a great quickness with his rotation. Um, you know, it, it, and that's that's the, the side effect of the transfer portal when you bring in so many new guys trying to fit roles or uh, make up for what they didn't have last year and fit those pieces here for this year. It, it's hard to figure out uh, for anybody for any coach because there were two games where. Uh, Coach Golden didn't play Kowasi Reed, or maybe he didn't play him at all in one game. And then I think it's Florida, Florida State win on the eight minutes, and Kowasi comes out against FAMU, and he's a lesson. It's like, why weren't you letting this guy play? Um, I think the rotation is going to need to be tightened down to maybe eight or nine, if you want to call that tight. Because uh, Colin, he's not going to be able to do it all on his own. Um, someone on the guard play, on the guard side is going to need to be able to show some consistency. Will Richard has been awesome. He's shooting like he's almost shooting 60% from the three-point line this year. Uh, obviously, those numbers are going to go down, but he's probably been the most consistent guard uh, for the team right now. Um, you know, some guys just, just figuring out, you know, and, and that's the thing with analytics. I do like what you, the numbers can show you, but just looking at who is showing up and being in the right places and doing the job uh, that 
and executing well defensively, uh, those are the guys that need to be on the court. Patrick, I feel like in the transfer portal, a lot of teams, really the majority of the teams, want those six, seven, six, eight, nine, nine guys that can get to the rim, that can rebound, that can defend, you know, the long guys. When at the end of the day, if you're talking about a guy transitioning quickly, the easiest transition is the guy that can shoot it. Like, why wouldn't yeah. you just scour the, the, the mid-majors and even the low mid-majors just looking for shooters? <laughs> no, you're, you're absolutely right. That shooting is a quality uh, that every, every single coach across every single conference uh, desires, and those are usually the players that get snatched up quickest. Um, they're not always – the shooters aren't always the guys that are going to drive the offense, but they, they space the floor and they bring that extra level of threat. Um, I think Coach White struggled with that his last few years of not having a guy that could just, just a lights-out shooter. Um, I don't know if we have a lights-out. You know, Will Richard obviously started off pretty well. Kowasi Reeves are um, shooting the ball at a high clip right now. Um, but, no, I, I, I agree with you. Shooting, shooting is extremely value, valuable in this, uh, in this day and age. But also a lot of coaches like to, to look at length and guys that can play that switchable-type defense uh, one right. through five. That's when you look at Arkansas. They're not a great shooting team at all, but they fly around. Um, they force. I think they're forcing about twenty turnovers a game right now. And if you can, you know, if we can make up for the three point line by turning the other team over consistently, I can. I can understand that aspect as well. But you know, you look at Florida. We're not doing any of those things right now. Frustrating, that's for sure. Talking to a former Gator and former Providence star and still right here part of Jacksonville, Patrick Young. We will have his golf tournament out at the Yards on Monday. Uh, a quick peek at the SEC with your SEC network work. Uh, you got a couple of unbeatens. You got a couple, three one-loss teams. Uh, you got Missouri uh, and others at the top. What has struck you so far in the Southeastern Conference? Well, I think what struck me so far, you look at the Kim Palm net rate ranking, um, Mississippi State is looking really good. They haven't played uh, too many uh, tough teams right now, but they bring in a, a three-headed monster in Shaquille Moore, DJ Jeffries, and Tolu Smith. I think they're going to make some noise. I did not foresee that Julian Phillips, the freshman at Tennessee, was going to be this effective. In this. He's so efficient. He's, he's made more free throws. Than the entire than anyone else has attempted on the Tennessee basketball team right now. Um, obviously, we, we see where Kentucky is, but with Arkansas losing Trevor Brazil, I just wonder because I you know right now I, w- I was going to take Arkansas to be the number one team in the SEC um, over Kentucky uh, over Tennessee, but right now with Trevor Brazil being out for the season, I'm looking at Tennessee being number one. With they they are the uh, let me see if I can say this statistic right. In the last 10 years, uh, last 10 seasons, they are the seventh team to have uh, seven games, seven games, or the sixth team to have seven games, forcing uh, teams to 15 or more turnovers and holding them to less than 50 points. And, you know, we're only nine games in. So that's seven games already, nine games in, that they've held teams to 50 points and forced 15 turnovers. And I think that Tennessee defense is going to travel. So right now I'm taking them to be number one. Right now, Florida looks like a mid to bottom half team in the SEC, uh, just to be realistic. I think Ole Miss is a team that's being slept on. Um, Missouri, ah, it's too early for me to say, to say anything. I, I really like um, LSU so far. Uh, but, you know, the time, the time will tell. A lot of teams play a lot of cupcake games. 
uh, to start their pre their, their uh, before the non conference play. When it, when it gets to the SEC, we'll see who's a, a, a pretender or a contender. Yeah, as an AP Top 25 voter, Patrick, it has pained me to put Bruce Pearl and Auburn in my top 15 week in and week out because they really haven't played anybody. Um, yeah. But at the same time, they, they return a lot of talent, and I'm not going to count out Brucey because he's proven before he can do more with less. Let's take a look at the college basketball landscape on a larger scope um, beyond the SEC. I know you mentioned UConn by many accounts. Some people think is the number one team in the country at this writing. I mean, they, they, it's like a hockey team. They literally bring in a whole separate starting lineup in shifts. Who else has surprised you to start the year? Well, I think uh, uh, you, you look at um, Purdue, you look at the Big Ten. The Big Ten is a, I'm, honestly, it's, it's a pretty, really good league. You got Illinois, even though they just had a, a tough defeat against um who was that the other orange team that came back and beat them? The other uh, orange team. The other the, orange the, team. They got the a other, they got a they got a big win. Well, they lost to Texas or they beat Texas. They came back and beat Texas in overtime, ah, but they had, lo- they had lost. They lost to Maryland. Texas. That's, I had I had that the wrong way around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the, orange, the teams in orange, indeed, the burnt orange <laughs> versus the orange and blue. Hey, hey, I, I have to talk enough about Tennessee's disgusting orange uh all credit all credit to how good a basketball team they are but that is not a i cannot get over the pinstripe pants i will never accept those ever <laughs> uh but I, else, I really like who else do you like nationally that, uh zach Eady has been sensational um I, I i had to talk about him the other day i don't know how you how you stop a guy like that he's been two he has great hands and touch and it seems as though as he's, he's his confidence is, is only skying with his dominance, uh, it's not even about him being a quick jumper. It's like he has the length, the coordination, the touch that he just can go through you in a basketball manner. That's not a foul. Uh, he has some guards with him that surround him that are supporting him really well, even though they're young. And uh, you know, I think his name is Braden Smith, is freshman, not playing like a freshman. Can't count out Houston. Houston looks great. Um, you know, uh, Kelvin Sampson got his boy. I think he's he's in in line for having a championship. He's been right there these last few years. Um, but, you know, Purdue, UConn, uh, uh, Houston, those are probably my top three right now. I mean, don't, don't count on Virginia as well. That's that's a surprise. I didn't see Virginia uh, making this, this huge jump. The way that they handled Baylor, uh, I think they're going to run away with the ACC this year. Uh, the ACC is down again. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, but, you know, it's, that's why I love college basketball. got to play the game. All right, buddy, we will talk to Patrick Young twice uh, in about four days' time because we will be out at the yards, and and I hope that people will. For folks who don't know, Patrick Young suffered a, an auto injury, uh, an auto accident and suffered injury through it and is paralyzed from the waist down, and you have created the Patrick Young Foundation uh, for victims of spinal cord injuries. You're going to try and help them as much as you possibly can. We will be out at the yards. Now, as I understand it, Patrick, you can fill in the blanks here. Uh, a sold-out field, but there's still other ways that, that folks, if they do want to help as you establish your foundation, how can they get involved? Yeah, I think we, we still have a few lunch table sponsorships, and um, I think another big one, we have a golf gun. Uh, it's like a, a modified gun, our AR-15 that shoots golf balls up to like 450 yards. Yeah. Uh, so really cool experience there. But no, I'm, I'm just super grateful in such a short amount of time. It hasn't been five months since my accident that I felt called to start this foundation and and see that there's a lot of people that go through this and have a fraction of the support and help that I've had 
um, and just need a light. So, you know, the slogan for the foundation is illuminating the path, the wholeness, and that's the goal, to help people find wholeness in whatever circumstances they might find themselves in, to know that they can find that their life and purpose yet again. Listen, man, uh, we will be uh, privileged to be out there on Monday. We look forward to it. We will tell everybody that you, they can find out through the Patrick Young Foundation uh, how they can help. Uh, you can check out PYF for Patrick Young Foundation, PYFGolf2022.com, uh, if you do want to find out how you can help. And we will see you out there yeah. on Monday, bro. Thank you for picking Let's my go. favorite golf course in town to host your first event at, Patrick. I'm pumped. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. We look, we're look. we looking at great weather, too. Uh, we will We will see you on Monday, bud. All right. Have a good one. See you then. Thanks, All right. Patrick. That's awesome. Uh, you know, the weather on Monday should be a, just another Chamber of Commerce day. That's for sure. It's looking like going to be uh, just gorgeous. All right. We keep it rolling. Liquid sunshine. We're enjoying the sunshine here right off of Southside Boulevard. Brand new car wash. We just had another one of our nooners drop off some toys, toys for tots. If you bring in an unwrapped toy, you're going to get their best car wash absolutely free. It's on them. You come through, they're going to hook you up with their car wash just for coming through. Uh, but you can also bring a toy and get hooked up with the, well, the tip top. It is all happening right here liquid sunshine today and then a huge event downtown with the army navy game we'll be talking about that coming up right here on xl primetime it's a big hair heavy metal friday on xl primetime brought to you by first coast metal roofing supply where metal raises the roof on quality well we've got a big weekend we've had a good time here with Liquid Sunshine XL primetime on the road today with a big hair, big hair, heavy metal Friday. Uh, we're going to thank a bunch of people because we got to say thanks to First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. They bring you Fridays for sure. And we got to say thanks to Liquid Sun Sunshine for having us out. A lot of folks have brought toys by. They've gotten free car washes. They've got souped up in service. So you can come on by Liquid Sunshine. Find about find out about all that is going on here. Now, the other cool thing that we've got is a big Army-Navy party downtown. And the thing I love is... I'm reading the headlines, and I'll read them coming up in a second, but let's welcome in a couple of our regulars this time of the year, former Army, Zach Payton, brand president for Superior Fence and Rail, and former Navy, uh, Caleb Chronic, financial advisor at Raymond James. They join us as they have in years past. Welcome, Zach. Welcome, Caleb. How are both of y'all doing? Doing good. Good to see you again. Yeah, good to see you guys. Shouldn't you just yeah. be shouting out, go Navy, go Army right now? I mean, uh, beat, beat Navy. Beat right? Navy. Yeah. Go uh, beat Army. Army is the main <laughs> chant in my house right now <laughs> from four-year-old up. All right, so the beautiful thing about it is that you guys have been able to pull this thing together through the years along with many others, so go ahead and tell everybody because, uh, Caleb, you were bragging on what we are going to have tomorrow inside the bank, which is pretty special. Well, hey, first, you wanna, I want to give a shout-out to, to the city of Jacksonville yeah. for really being the, 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 the effort, the main effort here behind putting this all together. Now let Caleb yeah, the we, details. There's been so many other alumni associations tried to pull this off, but they didn't have the city support. So Jacksonville has really – they made it happen. 100%. Right. That's how it can happen. But, yes, you get to come watch the Army-Navy game watch party at the Jaguar Stadium on the world's largest TV screens, and it is the largest watch party outside of the game itself. I mean, if, right. you, if you read it right there, Matt, it says, Join the city of Jacksonville, the U.S. Naval Academy Alumni Association, Jacksonville Chapter, and West Point Society of North Florida. I mean, that, that's bringing parties together. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. I can tell you, I'm, I want to ask this first, okay? Zach, do you guys and Caleb, do you guys like go out for a drink afterward or – 
You just like literally do not talk to each other. Not this week. Actually, in fact, we were at an event earlier, and my wife said, you know, Zach might be here. You might want to keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, Caleb Caleb and I do have, have a beer occasionally. We'll, we'll, we'll share a meal together. Um, so I, you I, do. I, I do like, like some to, random summer day. You do. I have to yeah. pick the dirt right, out of the right. food, you know, for him. They're used to sleeping yeah. in the mud. But I, I do like to, to have my kids heckle. Uh, Caleb on the way to oh school every day. He drops his uh, his child off at the same elementary school that my kids go to. Right. And I roll my windows down because I'm in the drop off lane. And every almost every morning pretty, he gets a, he gets a, he gets a beat navy from my kids. They get and a then kick out of it. My son says, "Daddy, what's wrong with that truck?" And I just say, <laughs> "Jealousy mainly." <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the beautiful thing. And, and, and uh, you know, we uh, we've had the privilege of being in the elements with Army Navy up in Philadelphia. And, and I'm telling you, and I've told you guys before and and you can echo it because you both have served but it is one of the most uh coolest events that that i've ever been to to see the dedication the service the coming together and then that one day a year where army does not like navy and navy does not like army and that that you you guys have had to have shared in that throughout the years absolutely oh yeah now i will say i've got a strong rivalry here within the radio station that you know this this has been running amok for the past couple of years, but yeah. don't worry. It's time to turn two. I, yeah. I think, see, <laughs> J.J., every year you guys ask me for my prediction. Right. And I will say Navy by 10. And then J.J. laughs at me. <laughs> and the amount of disrespect he has shown Bill the Goat, I would like to propose if J.J.'s okay with it, even though I think he's pro- uh, chosen army, so he may be a little afraid. Yeah. A straight bet. If I lose, I will bring you guys lunch and wear a shirt that says I am a West Point um, mule, quote unquote. Okay. <laughs> and if he loses, therefore, if Navy wins and JJ loses, he needs to go to our great Jacksonville Zoo and go pay back some of this disrespect and kiss one of the goats at the petting oh, zoo. <laughs> JJ, what say you to that bet, huh? I'm kind of confused. I will just you, picked army in a in a contests yeah i, I don't you, have any i i have no army affiliation i don't really care who wins or loses but will you kiss a goat that's really all right, we're we don't after jj's gonna kiss a goat <laughs> <laughs> we might have to convince him to kiss a goat Maybe but just i do a love that or something i do love that and i know i've asked you guys this before but the bets are serious the bets zach when it comes down to what army is willing to lay down to beat navy and what navy's willing to lay down to beat to beat army yeah, no, it, it's 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 a serious game. We take it seriously. I, I think this year I'm I'm calling uh, Army by three. Mm-hmm. You know, Navy's come on strong in the in the second half of the season, uh, and Army's had a you know a, a good year, uh, but not their best. So I'm I'm calling I'm calling Army by three. Army by three, Caleb. Your I, prediction? I'm sticking with a Navy by ten. I would go more, but we do try you, to show you respect. Can't count higher than ten. So that's why. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now. Hey, hey, real quick. Have either yeah. have either of you guys been actually on the field during March on marching? One hundred percent. Every year, really. Yeah. Every yeah. year for four years while we were there. What, so explain yeah. what that's like for everybody listening. Well, it's it's actually kind of a miserable experience <laughs> if you're a cadet or a midshipman because in the in the military they say, hey, you got to be here. Everybody's got to be here at this time for the march on. Let's say it's two o'clock, right? Uh, well, then every unit below that backs off. 30 minutes or 45 minutes so they can get accountability right, so right. the entire brigade is accountable at you know 115 and then every battalion is accountable at 1215 and then the the companies are accountable an hour before that so you end up sitting out there and i, I think it's the same for the naval academy what that backs up to for us is you get on a bus at 3:30 in the morning from annapolis incredible 
and, oh, and then go stand done. in the yeah. cold. Stand in the cold for, for, for four to six hours. Yeah. I, I, uh, and then go, wow. you know, and those uniforms that you see on TV, they may look warm, but they are 100% not. Really? Yeah. yeah. One, uh, like, not yeah, at all warm. That wool's not capturing no, anything. No, but but no. I, uh, I did a little throwback Thursday yesterday, and I sent out on, on IG and on Twitter being on the field for March on, and it was snowing a few years back, and it was just one of the coolest scenes ever for me. All right, so tell everybody how they can have a cool Saturday afternoon. Give them the details again. So the gates will open at 2 o'clock. You can show up over at Lot C's where you're parking over the East End Zone area, and you can come in. It's a suggested $5 donation to get in there. All that money goes to the Canines for Warriors and City of Jacksonville Veteran Fund. We'll have concessions that are there. You can either stay inside if the weather's not to your liking or if you can sit outside on the old balcony area, see it up on the big screen. We'll have some JROCC units out there doing color guard, and we'll this year have a flyover. And anytime you've got a flyover wow, or a watch cool. party, we're, nice. we're, we're starting to get there. So that's, it'll be a good time. That's pretty cool. Gates open at 2. We're talking down at the bank, uh, TIA Bank Field. Uh, gates open at 2. Game starts at 3. $5 donation, as Caleb just said, but free parking in Lot C. Zach Payton, Caleb Chronic, uh, Army, and Navy, thank you, fellas, very much. Thanks, for uh, thanks guys. Thank you. Uh, thanks, as always, for your service uh, and all those out there right now that continue to serve. All right, that's awesome. It's XL Primetime. That just happened. Brought to you by Florida Home AC, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, some good news for the Jags going into Sunday's game against the Titans. This is from Teron Davenport, who covers the Titans. Mike Vrabel has ruled out linebacker David Long Jr. for the game this Sunday. All right, so there's one down. Uh, now do a couple others on yes. that Titans starting lineup. Uh, maybe maybe that running back. That would be really nice, right? Oh, oh well, I, I, I'm falling more and more in love with the three and a half. Uh, I'm probably a fool. I may have to ask Dr. Odds uh, about that later. He's Dr. My, Odds is here. Well, well yes. no, not Dr. Odds is not here. It's just he's my consult. He's the one that I occasionally check in with just to see what are if, you I'm, worried about? if I'm okay. going in the wrong direction. Uh, and, you know, Dr. Odds will, I mean, he's a bit of a phantom and a slight exaggeration uh, when it comes to picks. I, I need, to go, need to employ Bizarro Joe. I really do. I need to go opposite of everything that I'm thinking. Reverse Honestly. psychology. Yeah, just oppo Joe. Same reason it. I was uh, watching uh, the Iowa women's game on mm-hmm. Wednesday, mm-hmm. and uh, whenever I wa- so I start I turned the game on right. I was doing yoga, turned the game on. They're mm-hmm. they're up eleven nothing. Iowa State went on a thirteen zero run as soon as I sat down, and so I said, okay, can't watch anymore. Yeah, can't yeah. watch. They ended up winning by fifteen. So that, just saying, that, just yeah. saying. Reverse well, psychology. It's real. The, uh, the, the injury report is real as well. I do believe that there's significant injuries uh, to the Tennessee Titans, and the significant one here, of course, is Trevor. So you're just going to hope like heck that he's healthy. He did practice. They do expect uh, that he will be playing on Sunday. They haven't completely said it 100%, but that's at least the way it's trending. I wanted to throw this number at you all. Um, the voting, and we were talking about this earlier, the voting for the Heisman, it was finalized Monday. And you've got four players, just four, and basically all have to have a, a certain percentage of the vote to be invited to New York. It could be as many as five. It could be as few as, what, three. Um, they are the top four vote-getters. And they are the top four vote-getters. And as long as you have a certain percentage, you're going to be invited. Uh, Matt has a Heisman vote. I have a Heisman vote. I'm, I'm honored to have a Heisman vote. And I, I feel like the one good thing about this one is that there is truly a, a little bit of an unknown. 
Now, we know who the betting favorite is, but there is at least a little bit of an unknown as to who is going to walk away with the Heisman this year, whereas it's normally, it almost feels like it's a shoe-in most of the time. You feel, like last, year, you feel like last year Bryce was, I mean, a shoe-in? Well, I would say after the SEC championship he was. but well, that's in, what I mean. Up until, I mean. up until then, yeah. I would say it was just as wide open as this one is. Yeah, but I think once you get to that, once you get to that last Saturday, you're like, okay, that cat just won the Heisman, you know, that type of thing. And some people are saying that about Caleb, but here's the number. All right, Heisman quarterback candidates versus defenses ranked in the top 20 of total defense. All right? So the candidates going up against top 20 defenses. C.J. Stroud went 3-1. and one. Hendon Hooker. Went three and one. Max Duggan went one and zero, oh, meaning he only saw one top twenty defense. Drake May went one and zero. Oh. Bryce Young didn't face any, and Caleb Williams went zero oh and two. That's interesting. And the two, I'm assuming the zero oh and two was Utah twice. Yeah, exactly. What about Stet? What about yeah. Stet? Yeah, we're uh, Stet in there. Uh, uh, listen. Just because he's up there, I, that doesn't mean he's part of my stat, stat sheet. No, but we I'm need to together. know because that's a big stat right there. Yeah. Top what defense? Top 50, you said? Top, top 20. 20. Top 20. Because Matt, Matt tweeted out earlier yeah. in the week a great stat with regards to if you're going to vote for the Heisman, you should consider how that player plays in the biggest of games. It's well, that's, how, that's always been since I've had the vote. It's always been my number one thing, how a guy plays in big games. Yeah, and, it's, and, and it shouldn't – like, it's – it's however you interpret it, most outstanding player, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, Stetson, I just – the only reason I fought this a little bit is because he, I don't know that he's the best player on his team. And so I look at other players on the team and I say, okay, I was at Palm Beach Autographs yesterday and a dude was walking out with a number 19 jersey, Brock Bowers, who was going to get a piece of that jersey. I said, hey, dog fan, let me take a picture of that. That's pretty cool. And I said, is Brock getting some NIL money? They said, hell yeah, he's getting some NIL money. And then obviously we talk a ton about the guy inside that will be a very high pick uh, along that defensive front. Listen to these numbers, though. Georgia ranked 122nd out of 130-plus teams in production returning on defense. Okay, that means players coming back. Mm -hmm. that's, that's due to how many they sent off into the draft. They sent how many, Matt? 15? 15. 15, including five first-rounders. Bama didn't even have five first-rounders when they were coming off a national championship. Anyway, 122nd out of 130-plus teams in production returning on defense and still finished number one in scoring. That's saying a hell of a lot about everything around Stetson, for sure. Uh, look, I, I think he is wait, deserving wait, wait, of consideration. Wait, why, why, do you, why, I'm not, I'm not, why do you look at it like that, though? I'm not throwing him under the bus you at all. You do realize it's the most important position on the field. Yes. You have to make plays at that position. Yes. Just because you have a great defense or you have a great running game or you have a great receiver, which they have, by the way, neither of both, the receivers and, run, and running game. No, but they have a – They, they have, have a great have, tight end, okay? Yeah, but yeah. just because you have a great defense doesn't mean you're going to magically make throws on third and nine when you no, got to have it. No, he was uh, – listen, he was a dynamic player and, and, and probably deserving to be a Heisman finalist. Uh, we'll find out, you know, ultimately where the vote stacks up, but – you know, for, for for everything that Georgia has done, we have gravitated to a lot of other things besides Stetson's play. We've gravitated to their I, you defense know, you know, honestly, and I their tight ends. I think why Stetson's getting game. so much much yeah. grief for this is because people are trying to get it to Georgia some way. There's no other way to get to Georgia. Yeah. So the only way you can get to Georgia is by saying there's this, no way Stetson managed to be a high I was going to say, this isn't even an anti-Georgia comment, honestly. Because I've, 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 I mean, you are orange blue. No, 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 no. Uh, you're talking to the most objective Gator on this radio like he even station. Even Doctor Austin knows sure. that he's laughing right yeah. now. So. Uh, but 
you you can try and paint me in a corner. I I have raved about Stetson Bennett just because he's not a Heisman winner. Does that mean I'm against Stetson Bennett? Are you kidding me when I talk about how good (laughs) the other guys are on? There's been a lot of – Mia, has there been a lot of Stetson Bennett – what's the best way to say this, Mia? There's been a lot of uh, Stetson Bennett angst this week. Has there not? No, not really. I would say a lot of – a lot of uh, nitpicking, yeah. nitpicking, a lot of well, nitpicking of Stetson I, Bennett's stats. The fact that, oh, you know, he, you know, his stats aren't as gaudy. That well, you know, he didn't play in the fourth quarter in six games. Yeah, you know what's so funny is imagine if he did. What I, what I do, six what games, I, Joe. Yeah, what I do here. They only play twelve. What I do here more than anything else is what I say, and I know what I said because I was the first one to prop <laughs> Stetson Bennett up as a Heisman candidate in the very beginning, and JJ can attest to this because he and I went back and forth on Stetson. From last year all the way to this year. Oh, yeah. I've been propping that. Yeah, yeah. Until they beat your Gators, and then it changed. No! I was the number one Stetson hater, and Joe used to be the Stetson defender on the show. Yeah, I mean, I, I was defending that guy for a long time. And, and just it's just like some something else, you know. Just because I take her to the dance doesn't mean she's going to be the prom uh, queen, okay? So, it's <laughs> it's he can't get everything. He's doing a great job right now. All right, now listen, someone who might support me is someone who sat next to me not that long ago. So we will say to him, even though I say not that long ago, it's been a minute, uh, but we will say hello to him coming up in just a second from Liquid Sunshine right here on Southside Boulevard. I feel like I'm kind of liquid sunshine from time to time. It's a big hair, heavy metal Friday on XL Primetime. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, where metal raises the roof on quality. You know, First Coast Metal raises the roof on quality, First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. But I feel like J.J., the DJ, could raise the roof just a little bit. His music choice is solid. But if he, if he came fantastic. back. Oh, it's awesome. But if he came it's back stalking. and, J.J., can you get into that heavy metal voice and just kind of tell us what's rocking right now? Huh? I does, don't know does, if it's Doken or Dawkins. So it's I can't Dawkins. Really Dawkins. Say, does, does J.J.'s voice go low like that? No, it that? doesn't, actually. I do love it. I it's do love George it. George Lynch, but yeah, it's dog. All right, now we are out at Liquid Sunshine. We're only hanging out for about another half hour, but Liquid Sunshine grand opening. It's right here on the service road of Southside, and it's very close to Hogan Road. If you're coming to the station, you'll see it. It's right, you know, it's in that little service road area right next to Enterprise and the, the liquor store, all that stuff. But come on in, and they are giving away free car washes today. If you bring in an unwrapped toy, they'll soup it up to their best car wash. And I'm looking out, and you guys help me. It looks like there are 10, 12 of the Easy. Liquid Sunshine people that are working right now, making sure everyone has a clean car. Yep. As soon as yep. they come out, boom, getting wiped down. It's so not that, like you just go into the yeah. into the what do we call it, the alleyway of sorts yeah. of like what whatever. Uh, it, you don't go right into the car wash. Right. They are they're stepping right up to you. They're having a conversation with you as soon as you come in to drop off your un- your unwrapped toy yep. and uh, get signed up for this free car wash. So that's what it is. Family owned and operated. Liquid Sunshine uh, with membership monthly and all that type of stuff. Really cool opportunity. Drop on by and check them out if we miss you today. Now I've missed this man for a long time, but we were <laughs> side by side and sometimes we would go toe to toe. His name is Big Al uh, and Big Al uh, in sports radio circles is is you know oh that's big al alex lamb alex lamb he of david lamb lineage what is up big al hey joe how you doing buddy it has been a while yes it has 97 i think is when i left yeah yeah. but we worked it out through the mid 90s for a few years and look there are some classic stories i just look at him and i smile when i think of some of the classic (laughs) stories that we had including he and i 
getting behind the VIP ropes up at, I think it was Stars, the sports bar up in New York. Yes. With Jane Seymour, yes. Christopher Reeve, yeah. Wayne Gretzky. What? I mean, it was on no, and no, on. No, Wayne on. Gretzky's wife. Let's, yeah. let's yeah. get to the important part. You're right. Part. Correct. Oh, Janet, Janet, Jones? Gretzky, Janet, Janet, Janet Jones. Janet Jones, right? Yeah, you yeah, are yeah. correct. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. I, I should not have led with Wayne. That's, uh, that's when the Jaguars were good. We were playing the Jets in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Jane Seymour. That was Jane Seymour 26 yeah. years ago. Jane yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, right. uh, it was yeah, pretty. Right, Matt? You like yeah, that? Yeah, I do like that. That is a memory. I can I can guarantee you that. But the All-Star Cafe, we took it over. That's for sure. Now, the reason Big Al's dropped by is because with everything that we do on 1010XL, we've been doing the J-Fun for 15 years. We've been doing Toys for Tots for 10 years. Frank will have his uh, Boys and Girls Club toy drive coming up. But one thing that's been pretty, pretty darn steady for a long time, and we created it way back in the day, was Santa Lamb. And you still have it cooking, Big Al. Yeah, this year is the 21st year for Santa Lamb, the David Lamb Foundation. That's awesome. Pops has a heart as big as he is. And if you know Pops, he's a big old boy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he grew up in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, and his parents didn't have a whole lot. So many, many years later, when Dad had a little bit of money in his pocket, you know, he had that soft spot in his heart, and he wanted to help kids who may be less fortunate around Christmas and don't get as much Santa maybe as some others. And uh, so he started the David Lamb Foundation and the Santa Lamb Shopping Spree next Saturday on the 17th at Walmart in uh, the Regency area. We'll have our shopping spree at start beginning at 9 a.m., and uh, it's fantastic. It uh, is. All-volunteer organization. Nobody takes a salary. Nobody takes any money out. We do have to pay for a CPA to do our books. Yeah. We do have to pay for some stamps to mail out letters every year, but that's mm-hmm. it. It's a 100% volunteer organization. And what makes ours different, by the way, all these charities are fantastic, no doubt. Yeah. Everybody's got a big heart and trying to help out during the holidays, which is fantastic. But what, our, what makes ours a little bit different is we actually give gift cards to the children so yep. they can shop for themselves. So a hundred dollar gift card. Hundred dollar gift card, so they can go That's into Walmart, awesome. shop for themselves. So we don't want to just hand a Tonka truck to a boy and a Barbie doll to a girl, you know. Mm-hmm. And they can actually go shop for themselves and and do their own thing there. So uh, that makes it a little bit different. And the other thing you said, focusing on military families. Absolutely. Uh, we have several agencies that we support. We're always looking for new ones each year, um, but mo- but the focus is, is turned into military families, Mayport, Five Star Veterans, uh, Beam. Beaches Habitat, mm-hmm. Daniel Kids. So there's there's several agencies that we support and uh, try to help out. This year we're hope we're, we should be back over 250 kids again. In the past, if we've gotten up to 300, 350, 2020 with COVID, yeah. it, it put a dan- you know things changed quite a bit, and we're building back up. Yeah, but the beautiful thing is it's it's serviced through Santa Lamb to other agencies that know these stories very very well, uh, and, and you can help the website. Yeah, website SantaLamb.org, and uh-huh. that's two M's. SantaLamb.org with two M's, and there's a link right there that you can go in and donate if you'd like to help out. Any amount, obviously, is welcome. And uh, the, the community's been very supportive for so many years, but we're always looking you know, for more. I, I'd like to grow. You know, I kind of took charge of the foundation a couple of years ago uh, when when the uh, key person with my dad mm-hmm. passed away. And uh, I'd like to grow it, a little, you know, grow it and see what we can really do with it. And uh, so anyway, you can go to SantaLamb.org and donate if you'd like to help out. All right, two quick things real quick because i got to ask him about the three-and-a-half, the number, because uh, you're a diehard Jaguar fan, diehard <laughs> Jaguar fan. But one of the classics. And he and this is Dr. Odds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. That's not yeah? true. That's okay. just a, All right. that is just <laughs> a Alias rumor. busted. <laughs> that is just a rumor. I don't, it's know all how, good, it's all I don't know how these two got tied together. It's just a rumor. Now, but back in the day, one of the classic lines he had was free money, free stuff. Oh, yeah. And it was oh, yeah. 18-point line, Florida and LSU, yeah. and, and Big Al was convinced that it was free money, 
free stuff yeah. in one of the biggest upsets that ever occurred. Pack Santa sleigh with this one, folks. <laughs> it went the other way. And so that was a classic one. So now, three and a half, if you are this Dr. Odds individual. If you are, right. Yeah. This is the first yeah. time I'm hearing about Dr. Odds, so I apologize if I'm, like, new to this party. So there's so many reoccurring Joe Cowart characters. Yeah. I can't yeah. keep them track. I, I need know. to, like, cre- create an anthology it. or an encyclopedia. It is hard. It is hard. But minus three and a half. The Titans are laying three and a half points. Jack's catching three and a half. And it's not been pretty up there, Big Al. You know it's not been pretty up there. Yeah, and they're not pretty, but we're not pretty either. <laughs> I actually spent last week in Detroit. Yeah. Went to the Red Wings, uh-huh. Golden Knights, NHL game Saturday night. Went to the Lions-Jags on Sunday. Uh, froze my butt off. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, Ford Field, fantastic. Nice. What it a is so stuff. nice. I yeah. saw the prices, too, of the concessions were yeah. like yeah. $1.50 yeah. for a beer. Yeah. yeah. And, and well, downtown Detroit I paid is, more than that. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. club section maybe had yeah. high prices. Yeah. I was in the club. And the club That's was pretty good, though. Yeah. yeah, but downtown Detroit, you know, in certain areas, pretty cool. I, I like it a lot. I think it gets a bad rap. I went over yeah. there four years ago for a business trip, yeah. and I was in downtown. I like and, it a lot. Uh, for a couple of meetings. It's clean, never felt unsafe yep. walking the streets of downtown. This past weekend, same thing, right. other than just freezing my Do tail Do you snatch off. three and a half? And I tell you, the Jaguars, who knows, man? This team is crazy right now. You know, you go beat Baltimore, you think we're gonna we're on the come, and then you go up to Detroit and lay an egg as big as you can. So who, yeah. who the heck knows? If I had to, I'd take the Jags. Yeah. You just have to think Trevor can have a good day and, and, and light them right. up. Yeah. But you expect Henry just yeah. to run it down our throats. For 130 sure. yards. At least two-plus rushing touchdowns four times against this Jaguar bunch. I got him on one of my fantasy teams. I'm excited about my chances this week. All right, Big Al. So, wait. Let's be clear. You're taking the three and a half and the Jags. If I had to. If he had to. If you had to. But I'm not. But I'm not doing it. I think I'm going to let that one lay there. Just let that one just just sit. All right, Big Al. Thank you, man. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. SantaLamb.org. And it's uh, SantaLamb in its 21st year. And Big Al dropping by. I love that. What do you got, Mia? Yeah, I just want to make sure we get the full injury report from Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans. This could affect our three-and-a-half point play. In addition (laughs) to uh, linebacker David Long, Traylon Burks indeed has not cleared concussion protocol. He is out for Sunday's game, as are defensive lineman Danico Autry, Christian Fulton, the talented corner we were alluding to, Trey Avery, and C.J. Board. Matt, I'm falling for it. I'm feeling better and better. Of course All right, are. let's let's say sounds like you've already made a play. <laughs> I might have. Let's uh, let's say hello to the Francis Show coming up next. Now the two minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping the sports world spinning with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. From one Toys for Tots drop-off location to another, the Frangie Show coming at you from the Ale House on Hodges and Beach, supporting the Boys and Girls Club. Lauren Brooks on the other line. How are we doing over there at Ale House, Lauren? Fantastic. Thanks, Mia. I think we already have over 100 toys here. It is amazing, the generosity of this community. Yeah, and as we always say, this may be the only Christmas present that some of these kids get. So please come on by Beach and Hodges, this alehouse. It is going to be a magical day, just like I know you all have already had. Yeah, because we just got through saying it to to Big Al that uh, Santa Lamb has done it for now 21 years and makes uh, amazing things happen during the holiday season. We do it with Toys for Tots and the Marines. You all, and I've witnessed it firsthand, uh, Boys and Girls Club, uh, and really another one that just started small and has gotten bigger and bigger. And I'll never forget it. I think it was Mike Mackey who had to pull up with one of his tour buses to load all the toys up. I mean, that's how many toys uh, were dropped off. So it's always awesome. It is unbelievable. Honestly, between the J-Fun Radiothon and, and today's toy drive, it brings tears to your eyes to think, 
just how generous people are. I mean, it's so much fun for me to walk through the toy aisle. I never go down the toy, toy aisle. I have no idea what to do. You know what? I found a baseball bat. I found a soccer ball. And I said, that is what some kids need in their lives. I'm not going to lie. As I was walking through the toy aisle picking up mine, I, I was like. Every time I go down it. Every time. In Target? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'm going through it. And I'm like, oh, so this is what my but friend's sick, kids Lawrence, have talked so, yeah. about. Like, yeah. oh, wait. Like, I, I know uh, who Bluey is. I know who uh, Peppa Pig is. So we're going we're gonna to throw those oh, toys in there. Heck yeah. All right. So they can bring toys. This is the Hodges and Beach Ale House. Our buddy Greg runs it over there. In fact, Greg was part of our uh, Wednesday celebration uh, with the Ale House out at, at our primetime Christmas. So, you know, they're behind it 100%, and, and I know our, our man uh, Brett Hastings is as well. That's right. It's the 10th year. It's just so special. So we really appreciate the Ale House for having us. And, yeah, we're going to do, you know, hopefully a lot of good for all these kids. It's going to be an exciting day. All right. Sounds good, Lauren. We'll be listening. All right. Thanks, guys. By the way, just Santa Lamb. Mm -hmm. I was talking with Al off the air. Dave Lamb, who obviously runs that, and yep. Al's his son, um, they've given away more than half a million dollars in 20 years. Wow. Yeah. Half that, a million just, dollars. It's just awesome. It's unreal the generosity of this community, and it's unreal that Lamby, who we all love to death, yeah. um, it's just what he's done is phenomenal. It's yeah. absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, and when you think about it, you know, way back when, just seeing a, a Santa cap go on that uh, – old curmudgeon as he had been described a time or two and then that big cigar hanging out uh, with the santa cap on yeah yeah it was him yeah, i didn't even ask if big al's gonna be dressing up as santa oh i don't know he who, might. who's he, gonna be uh who's gonna be the santa he was trying to rock a little bit of that beard so yeah, he might be maybe he might be you never know but yeah the, the, there's just so many good people out there and uh can't can't thank all of you enough uh, but we never quit saying thanks because the generosity is real that's for sure uh we'll say thanks to liquid sunshine they were great to us today and every Everybody that came here and the people that are working here are definitely ready to serve you so you got the car wash it's the latest and greatest and then you can go in there and you get all the detail uh, taken care of the best car wash memberships everything check it out right here liquid sunshine family owned veteran owned and family operated jj's got a little uh we're not going to take it music underneath us as we get ready to go out on a friday we say thanks to first coast metal roofing supply don't forget check them out for your metal roof if you're a roofing contractor Take advantage of the 1010 special, 10% off your first and 10% off your second job. So make sure you check out their quality at First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. Joe C., MLB, Mia O'Brien, Matty Hayes, Big Sirs. Uh, we say thanks for Greg bringing us out here and Richie the man, Richie the engineer, for setting us up as we go out with Big John Henderson and a little big hair. Come on, Joe. That ain't good enough. Gotta snap the blood out my mouth. Let's go, baby. Whoa! We don't want nothing out of